Welcome to this, our 2011 Hangover Special! Keith has got a bend to the left. <laughs> and Kevin's went limp! Ooh. I did. <laughs> I gave it too much blowage. <laughs> Anyway, to kick off this New Year's fun festivity and frippery, I'm Crumbly. Frippery? Frippery, yeah. It's a good word. I know. I'm fake Keith. I'm fake Crumbly. I'm Adam. I'm Jean. And I'm real Keith. Hang on a second. What? Hang on. Let's try that again. Okay. I'm Crumbly. I'm fake Keith. I'm fake Crumbly. I'm Adam. I'm Jean. And I'm real Keith. No, something's wrong. wrong, Something's wrong there. Yeah. Just a minute. What? What? We have one... Extra! It's Tula! Kill her! Kill her! Eliminate the... Enough of the duck impressions. Intruder alert sound. That's a duck impression and you know it. This is an intruder alert sound. Everyone say hello to fake Crumbly! Hello, fake Crumbly! Say hello back, dear. See, speaking <laughs> is usually called for on a podcast. Is it anything it's, like it's audio. Hilda? Sorry? Is it a fake crumbly anything like cardboard Grunhilda? No. Oh, okay. Wow. <laughs> well, it depends on what you do yeah. with her, oh, really. If, if Adam did to fake crumbly what he's done to Grunhilda, <laughs> crumbly would have called him outside for a damn good thrashing. <laughs> and not in a nice way. No. no. <laughs> anyway, back at the plot. There's a plot? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Anyway, without further ado, flicking the drool out of the New Year's hooter of information, it's the news with El Presidente. It's disgusting. Yay, yay, yay. Presidente. Doctor News. A Christmas Carol has performed rather well on BBC. Excellent. Uh, it brought in a rather excellent overnight rating for BBC One and BBC One HD of 10.3 million people. Mm. That's 39.8% of the total audience. ITV pitted the rural soap opera, Emmerdale, against who but only achieved 7.2 million. Mm. Well, they were trying very hard, were they? <laughs> no, not really. Overall, Doctor Who is second highest rated for the day with BBC EastEnders. Did you see it? Shut oh, yeah. up! <laughs> 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 Stacey's gone from the square. She is. I was uh, glad about that. Is she a werewolf yet? <laughs> no, she's not <laughs> a werewolf pain. yet. I'm in pain. With that rubbish, uh, taking the top, <laughs> sp- uh, top spot with 11.4 million. It achieved an appreciation index, AI of 83. A what? Appreciation AI. index, oh. which uh, is how good people think it was. Okay. Uh, 83 is quite high. That's second highest of the day after Royal Family with 84. Not the Queen's speech. <laughs> Last year, the end of time part one achieved an AI of 87, 
quite mm. high. But no overnight are only 10.0 million. With a bit See, of a down. So Matt Smith is performing better than David T- Don't you make that so <laughs> well, that's so rude. I, it was a bit of a downer, the uh, the last Matt Smith one. Well, the last Matt Smith not, one? Not, yeah, but that was. I mean, the last tenant one. No, well, the first because part Matt Smith was coming along. But didn't didn't you get the final figures, I which do, actually but... say, means it thrashed EastEnders? Well, I don't know what the final figures for EastEnders were. The um, final Doctor is 12.11 million. That's very good. Which is the very, final very extenders good. figures were 14.6. That's the fourth yeah. highest rated episode ever Ooh, since New Who good. began. And that's, that's what a, a Matt Smith episode. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, in the land of the Stetson, <laughs> a Christmas Carol has averaged <laughs> an audience of 727,000 viewers for its first show in Beauty America on Christmas Day. Is that good? Apparently, last year, yeah. the first part of End of Time, she was on. Boxing Day, as we know it, achieved six hundred and seventy-one thousand. Thousand, yeah, not, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not well, I know one person that watched the David T- Tennant one, but Some didn't 50, watch US. the Matt Smith ones. My you sister-in-law, don't count. <laughs> no, my sister-in-law. <laughs> They're making their own jokes up over there. They're giggling along. Well, that's that's because he keeps putting his pointy thing in her ear. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> so it is, overall, it did very, very yeah, well. It did incredibly yeah, it did. well. Yeah. yeah. Stargate, no fourth series being considered. Oh, uh, like <laughs> <laughs> According to Digital Spy... No, Spoy. Spy. Spoy. Spoy. Stargate producer Joseph Melozzi has ruled out the possibility of producing a fourth series That's in the franchise. Fourth. I'm from Devizes rather than the yeah. Bristol area. <laughs> she says in every seat pronunciation. A new Stargate series isn't even being considered. Malazzi claims in his blog. There are no plans to create or move forward on a new series. We love the one we have now. Sets for SGU will remain standing while the possibility of a new renewal is, in, uh, is explored. I couldn't see that because I bent the page over. And it looked like excited, but that wouldn't have made sense. (laughs) All options are being considered at this point, but a third season would be ideal. We're investigating all possible avenues. Okay, can I ask, is this Stargate Universe then? Because I know Stargate has been going on for more than four series. I think Universe has been uh, cancelled or put on high. Yay! So it's it's, it's Stargate Universe. Fourth Stargate series, as opposed to the third Stargate Universe season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're not not. I know there's wormholes, but it's all getting very, very confusing. (laughs) Right. So Reese isn't going to be a happy bunny. No, no, no. no well, not. yes, that's the point. Ever... Can we play some funeral music just for Reese? <laughs> this sad if you've ever news. Anywhere near Reese on the Facebook, you know that he's um, a little bit put out. Shall yeah. we say? Isn't he storming the studios a week on Friday? <laughs> yeah. If he could get a ticket from Australia, he would. Yeah. <laughs> right, Doctor Who experience pilot. Test days. Mm. Mm. Testing pilots. Yeah, that, that sounds like slightly confusing to me, but anyway. BBC events are offering fans the chance to take part in a new pilot days to test the Doctor Who experience attraction before it opens up to everyone. The test days will take place on Saturday the 5th of February and Wednesday the 9th of February. You can enter a random draw at any time until 4pm Friday the 14th of January. Mm. The BBC Events website says... You will be invited to step through a crack in time to become the Doctor's (laughs) companion on an adventure. Your challenge 
Should you choose to accept it? <laughs> Look at Barry White. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be to reunite the Doctor with the Taurus, while fending off threats from a Dalek spaceship and weeping angels along the way, before exploring the wonders of Doctor Who as an out-of-this-world exhibition. We are inviting an audience to take part in two pilot days to fully test the attraction. These audiences will be first look the first few lucky people to view the new attraction. Therefore, their patience and understanding will be required due to the fact that will be a test day. Two things pop to mind immediately. <laughs> Only two. Right, yeah. Just two. We'll start with two. The first being, oh bugger, we're going to be in America when it starts, mm. so there's no point in trying to get tickets. But yeah, we yeah. aren't for the test days. Not for the test days, no. The second being... If you're going to be in the the role of the Doctor's companion, Adam can wear his Grunhilda outfit. <laughs> <laughs> we could enter and Adam could do a test run on yes, his Grunhilda. He could do. Yeah. Yeah, it would be perfect. If you want right. to see Adam's Amelia Pond outfit, you have to come to Los Angeles in February. But don't mm. worry, plenty of photographs will, will be, be taken, taken and put on Facebook, <laughs> <laughs> with or without Adam's consent. <laughs> Probably without. Right. We're going to try and do an upskirt shot. (laughs) 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 Apparently mirrors and cameras on your toes, your toe caps are good for that. Yeah, Yeah. 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 someone got done for that once. Someone's going to be shining their shoes. It worries me that you've put research into this. And one of the local perverts at the court told me. On, the judge. On, on, a more pra- <laughs> on a more practical point for our listeners, oh yeah, if anyone other than us wanted to enter into this don't. draw, because like no, don't, we, we, don't. we don't want to or anything, and we would never dream of entering in several times between now and the fourteenth, um, where might we not send them? It's a website. I will put the link in the show notes. Oh, like BBC events. But we won't put the link until after the 14th of January, will we? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. no, no, no. <laughs> Any more news? Any again. addendums? Addendums. addendums. Mm-hmm. Did um, I see somewhere, I think it was on the Daily Mail website, so it oh, might have been completely wrong. Probably. But they're doing a one-off Ashes to Ashes. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? But I've seen it. I guess it was serialised over Christmas in the Daily Mail over three days. Oh, is that that's what a short it was? Story, yes. oh, oh, short story. Okay. Oh, that's nowhere near as exciting. I have one addendum. Yeah. If you raise your hand once more, I will snap <laughs> actually, it off. Actually, actually, with my finger. I raise my finger. <laughs> <laughs> I have one addendum. Go on then. Cubicle Seven. Oh the, yeah, the role playing. Yeah, it's like, been like, a year now. It has been a year. Sorry, has been a year. She's fondling his thingy. Pardon. Fake <laughs> Crumbly is fondling real Crumbly's thingy as he blows it at her. <laughs> Not sure I wanted to know that. Thank you very much. Although his his rhythm and stamina are very <laughs> <laughs> erratic. A bit erratic, but anyway. Um, sorry. Uh, they, they have bought out. They have bought out their first supplement, which I believe is uh, Creatures and Aliens. It is. I, I have it. No, I haven't, mm-hmm. but I'm going to be getting it soon. And the uh, up, they are updating the original game now to uh, Doctor Eleven. So, Finally, yep, they are changing <laughs> all the graphics. What? A year ago yesterday, he took yep. over. Yep, they're, they're updating all the graphics. Well, they've finally been given permission by the BBC to update. Okay. The, uh, so, you know, it's not their fault. It's it's the BBC's fault this time. But right. it is the BBC's fault. But, yeah, they, they, they're updating all their graphics and everything to the 11th Doctor, and I think they are changing or adding to the rules as well. Cool. Presumably putting 
Amy Pond and Rory. Yep, and yep, various, yeah. various creatures and people in there. You have to buy it again. <laughs> well, this is it. I think there might be available uh, a small package update for people who have already bought the main game. Oh, okay. That's pretty good. So not only are they releasing the game again, but yeah. they're also having this sort of update. Yeah. Are there any other listeners out there who, like me, heard words but didn't understand it? <laughs> yeah, that was me. Yeah. I heard words but nothing made it, sense. It was all sort of like blah, 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 blah. I just, I just assumed it was man talk. <laughs> yes, yeah, so But then I. I realised this is Keith and Adam and so how could it possibly Ooh. be man talk? <laughs> If you could both scratch yourselves and spit occasionally, you know, that would probably help. Oh, don't soak! See, this is disgusting! God! I do apologise! Sorry, you're a man. It's just, I don't know I'm about so gaming. I'm sorry, you're a man. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast comes with an over 18 age rating. <laughs> okay, being New Year. Yeah. We have put together our latest lists of hopes and dreams and fears and predictions, mm-hmm. which are all very sensible, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. First of all, we need to find out how we did for last year. Yep. Wonderfully well. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> predictions for last year. Mm-hmm. El Presidente said people will quickly warm to Matt Smith and especially Karen Gillan. <laughs> I think that's that was a. I think that's yeah, true. I think after the eleventh hour, most people. I mean, people we can't count Jean because she's, she's an insane old woman. But you know, <laughs> 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 I've really screwed up that New Year's resolution. Yeah, right? that's got out the window. Yep. <laughs> Dear One Santa, point to I Adam. resolve not to be nasty to Jean ever. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Adam won. <laughs> right, Jean said Sean of the Dead People and. And Ardman are to make Sean of the Undead Sheep. <laughs> not, not yet. Quite. No, no not yet. that didn't happen. No, no. Keith said, everyone will forget the name of David Tennant in the wake of the first Matt Smith season. Not true, because I remember <laughs> David actually, Tennant. Actually, I think I myself has blown that out of the water because I have not warmed to Matt Smith. Oh. Oh. I, I, I mean, I... He's good, but he's no David Tennant. <laughs> That's good, because otherwise it would just be David Tennant again. I know, and I'd rather have David Tennant. What would you? <laughs> yes, over the desk. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> what is this latent homosexuality that's coming out? I think he's made a New Year's resolution for years. <laughs> I've decided Come to change my lifestyle. I've decided to explore his other side. Explore his femininity. <laughs> <laughs> he said that Joe Haldeman's The Forever War will be a close second to Avatar in terms of ticket sales. I've well, not heard of Forever War. It. it hasn't been I was, released I was yet. Say, I haven't so, seen yeah. that. No, yeah, that's, 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 on, tell. that's on hold. Mm. Right, and I said Grunhilda Nobnacker will win I'm a Celebrity Get Me Out of Here by, in a thrilling final challenge, eating the testicles of an Aboriginal man using a spoon and a chopstick. So that was right. Well, <laughs> <laughs> close. It was I'm a Celebrity Too Hot for TV. <laughs> I said Tortured Season 4 will be the final season, i.e. the one after Children of Earth. No. We don't know yet don't because know. it's yeah. been delayed. Yeah. So, no, not in 2010 anyway. Gene here says one of the doctors will die before the end of 2010. <laughs> Probably not Tom Baker. 
But maybe Davison. Mm. You're a horrible person. But that hasn't happened yet. <laughs> so. That hasn't. No, it didn't happen in 2010. Let's no. say keep it very quiet. Yeah. <laughs> Guess what? Been animated. Of, yeah. Guess what? One of my predictions for 2011 will be. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Real Keith said. New TARDIS console will be radically different. Mm-hmm. Uh, using spit control. Well, I, I got it half right. <laughs> yeah. I got it half right. What the hell is spit control? What oh, th- don't tell me. <laughs> <laughs> spit in what? Ah. Mm. Uh, Crumbly, uh, new Star Trek sequel will be a huge success. A bit premature, I thought, at the time. Yeah, and I still right. have been right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not premature, am I, dear? <laughs> well, if your blowy thing's anything to go by... <laughs> Uh, and fake Keith said uh, that the vast toffee MN will be arrested by the Monopolies Commission after it's revealed he owns a 51% share in a plastic bedsheet firm <laughs> whose sales go through the roof every time a scary Doctor Who monster is shown. Blink Airy is now known as trade as Moist March. <laughs> what the hell was I drinking? <laughs> I think that has yet to pass. Yeah. I don't yeah. think that's correct, yeah. <laughs> Adam said... We won't see the Star Wars live-action series in 2010. Yeah. He was right. That has been postponed indefinitely now. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, apparently. Yeah. yeah. Is this the role-playing thing or the, no, that no, new no, series? No, this is live-action live TV. TV series. Oh. Yeah. That, that they were planning this time last year. Yeah, he's having problems with this. Yeah. 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 He, he can't do it without all the special effects or something. Yeah. I, having think, a real I, I don't think the problem is he can't do it on the TV budget, the way he wants to. Yeah, mm. who's yeah. just the throat of Lucas? Yeah, yeah. The throat yeah. Of yeah. yeah. Adam also said we'll be hit by the 3D sci-fi film event Horizon 2010. All new sci-fi films will have to be 3D. I think you're probably well, right. Unfortunately, <laughs> you're very yeah. right on that one. Well, yeah. yeah, maybe. It seems to be the trend now. Yeah, so unfortunately, people, yeah. unfortunately, the filmmakers believe that if you make it 3D, it will be a good film. Which mm. Tron proved it wasn't. But we'll come <laughs> to that. We'll come to that later. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I'm, I'm just saying, it doesn't. If it's a bad film, it will be a bad film in 3D. Even Pirates of the Caribbean, that next yeah. one's going to be 3D oh, as yeah, well. Yeah, well, I mean, the they, they uprated... Um, uh, Alice in Wonderland that was meant to be a 2D film yeah. Yeah. they uprated that to 3D and it still wasn't any better <laughs> no <laughs> Adam also said which is rather unkind <laughs> Never. Tom Baker will die in 2010 he, he says that every year it's yeah. every, you know, that, that is but that was just to cover us because I said any doctor except for Tom Baker yeah. 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 See, no. see Adam loves Tom so much he figures if he keeps saying it it will never happen mm. well, no, <laughs> yeah. no, it actually wants to true. add the head to the head of Perwin mm. <laughs> so I can have someone to talk to in the small yes. hours yes. <laughs> small hours before the dawn madhead and finally, Jean said, I will not be buying season five of Doctor Who on DVD or Blu-ray. Correct! <laughs> well. Didn't even get it as a Christmas present. Oh, <laughs> right, you're getting it for your birthday. <laughs> be a bit cheaper then. Well, now, I, I, on the prediction front... Oh, mm-hmm. oh yes, predictions for next year. Je, je, no, no, Jeannie got one right. Yep. Adam got three of his own right <laughs> and one... In an addendum to Crumbly's. And Karen <laughs> kind of got half one right. Which one did I get half right? I can't remember. It was one of the early ones. Uh, okay. Oh, Be- really? Yeah. What was it? Uh, I'm celebrity, get me out of here. Yeah, it might have no. been something <laughs> like that. <laughs> <laughs> so having so accurately predicted oh, what oh, would yeah. happen in 2011... Yeah. We, are, mean, we are casting our eye towards the crystal ball yet again. And I actually <laughs> have a crystal ball. Yeah, I know you do. You hit me with it at least so once. Keith. 
So, so as we as our uncanniness is so wonderful, we're going to have another go for this year. Yeah, okay. Here we go. Yeah. So, Mr. Dente, give us your first prediction, ladies and gentlemen. This is the staggering stories almanac for 2011. <laughs> I predict that the split Doc Two season will initially be hated but by the end of the year will be quite liked. Mm. Well, you're halfway there already. I predict that the Sarah Jane adventures for this year will be the last series. Ooh. Well, she's 106. So, no, more yeah. because all the kids growing up <laughs> and that I'm kind enough. of stuff, yeah. which will be a shame because it's a very, very good series, <laughs> but I think they might call the, um, yeah. call the end of it this yeah, year. I can see that. Mm-hmm, yeah. Real Keith. But we get snowed in when we go to America. (laughs) America. That's a hope. That's a hope, not a prediction. Well, one of my predictions for 2011 is Gene Riddler will receive a Valentine's Day card from Matt Smith. <laughs> One can arrange that. <laughs> right, I predict that Karen Gillan's legs are ruled to be illegally long and she has to have them amputated by order of the Queen. <laughs> Adam will go into mourning. No, no, he'll have them stuffed in the corner. <laughs> stuffed, eh? Purchased, purchased on eBay and stuffed in the corner. Not just the legs. Not just the legs. <laughs> Adam, your next one. Right, um, Outcasts, this new BBC series, oh, yes. will be a bit of a damp squib. Mm. Not unlike Paradox and Bone Kickers, yes. I think. But yes. who knows? George Lucas will bring out all the Star Wars <laughs> movies in 3D, DVD, Blu-ray, and then discover a way of turning them into 4D and trying to sell them <laughs> to us all in 4D. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That the up and coming dread film will be good. I think I made this <laughs> hope last year. This is my prediction because I've, okay, okay. I've seen a couple of foot, uh, pickies, I've seen a little bit of footage, and it's mm. looking interesting, but okay, you know, we again the proof is in the showing. Yeah, one hope I have for this year that Iron Man 3 will have a proper rock music soundtrack. <laughs> oh, is it out this year? I well, I don't know. No. This is just one of my hopes. Okay. <laughs> I predict that a helpline has to be open for people unable to cope after the final Harry Potter film is released. <laughs> <laughs> the Blake Seven ending. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sod it. We're just doing our own thing. It doesn't matter what the book says. <laughs> yeah. Was pretty much a Blake Seven ending. <laughs> Have you got any more predictions there? I do. Which I think we are pretty sure this is going to happen, but we won't see the live action Star Wars live action series in 2011, and there won't even be yeah. any production. I think yeah. I think that is virtually shelved for the yeah, foreseeable future. It may yet come back, but I don't think it will do no. this year in any form. Kylie Minogue will make <laughs> a guest appearance back as Astrid Peth in the second half of the Doctor Who season. Interesting. Okay. Uh, the next Trek film, the uh, the villain of it will be Borg Tribbles. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what a <funny> thought. <laughs> and uh, another hope for 2011, just to wind up fake crumbly, uh, Primeval will be renewed for a oh. six series. <laughs> I predict that Matt Smith signs on for another series, um. Karen Gillan doesn't, and Adam is found on the roof of Crawley Town Hall wailing, I don't want to live. <laughs> With me beside him. <laughs> I predict who River Song is. Okay, she's Come Alex on. Kingston. Come on then. Her real name is Jessica Pond, and she is the daughter of Amy and Rory. Oh. I still- 
I still think she's an incarnation of the TARDIS. That's an interesting one. It's not one I've thought of. It's an interesting one. But anyway. Uh, yes. My final prediction for 2010. 2011, sorry. Time traveller you. <laughs> Tom Baker will die in 2011. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, round of applause. It's been three years. I, I, gotta, I can't stop saying it now. <laughs> I know. I'm like I an know. idiot when he dies. El Presidente stole my thunder. So in that case, I predict any doctor other than Tom Baker will die. I reckon Sylvester McCoy this oh, year. Will you stop killing people off? <laughs> you die on set of uh, The Hobbit. <laughs> right, for the next season... One of the things that I've picked up from the trailer, which we will be discussing later, mm-hmm. is the Doctor has been hired by the Doctor. Ooh. Okay, okay. Any more predictions, Grumbly? I'm all predicted out. Uh, my last prediction is that at Christmas 2011, Jean will say, actually, Matt Smith's not bad at all. <laughs> <laughs> is that a hope or a fear? <laughs> is that a hope or a fear? That's a prediction. <laughs> and now we have the fears. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Adam's fear, first fear for 2010, was that yep. we are entering a drought of US sci-fi TV. Everything gets cancelled. V and Flash Forward looking unlikely to get a second season. Well, pretty uh, much hit the nail on the head. Well, there. Flash Forward certainly got another second. It didn't, didn't get a second get, didn't get, season. V did, but it has now been cancelled. Yeah. yeah, no, in fact, I'm not sure it has, but um, certainly Stargate has, yeah. uh, Caprica has. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. We got a couple. Of, what is it? They got uh, the Cape. Oh no, no ordinary family starting on. Uh, I think it's gold. That is oh, really? going in America at the mm, moment. Didn't yeah. Warehouse Thirteen? Get Warehouse Thirteen still, still going. I think Eureka is Eureka's still, still with us. Haven. Uh, Haven. I'm not sure about Haven. I think Haven A may holiday have holiday camp. Haven, no. <laughs> Haven. I think may have come and gone. Yeah. Okay. Um, but we've got the American being human starting in America soon. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) One season, then it'll be gone. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Gene's fear for 2010 was that Channel 4 will run out of ideas and resurrect Big Brother. That hasn't happened. Yes! Yes! (laughs) Talk of Channel 5 taking it up. Oh! Oh. (laughs) Real Keith's first fear was that his rash doesn't get any worse. (laughs) We'll come back to that. Okay. The cream seems to be working. <laughs> Whilst Andy feared that William Shatner would release another CD. Did he? Followed up with a second fear that the CD is rapturously received. <laughs> so far, touch wood. No, it hasn't happened, yeah. I think Karen's fear came came true. I, I've, this got one, a, yeah. I've got a fear. Karen yeah. feared Matt Smith will be disappointing. Well, he oh, wasn't no, disappointing. No. He's been marvellous. No, he's not what yes, he could have been. Yes, he's been marvellous. He's not lived up You're to my hopes. You're sleeping in the shed. I'll, I'll give you that one. He's not Karen, lived up to my hopes. Karen also had a fear that I will fall over in all this damned ice. It's very snowy here. That's not the snow we've just, just had, had now. This is the Did you fall over in that damned ice? No, I didn't. I fell over in the snow, but that's because I didn't realise... Well, I forgot uh, that this ridge and <laughs> furrow thing we've got going has a furrow that had filled with snow this, and I stepped off. And, well, OK, the clue is in the ridge and... Fava. I know. Let, let's I be know. honest. Let's be honest. You were really doing snow angels, weren't you? I was. <laughs> Plowing a thorough. Jean had a fear. The fear was, I will hate the eleventh Doctor, and all my childhood and adolescence will be destroyed in one season. <laughs> 
Karen thinks Jean protests too much and that Jean really fears having those funny dreams about Matt Smith. <laughs> <laughs> I can safely say that neither of those fears were fulfilled. So your childhood and adolescence hasn't been destroyed. No, and I haven't, and haven't had, had, had the funny dreams. dreams. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. And uh. <laughs> but Matt Smith... Real Keith feared that Jean is right about the funny dreams, or having, or are you having funny dreams about Matt Smith? (laughs) We're not going to go there. (laughs) Whilst Jean also feared that Doctor Who will turn into an Americanized adventure program and we'll lose the Doctor somewhere. What? (laughs) You don't talk sense, woman. (laughs) I saw the smoke; it gets to my head. I think fortunately it hasn't happened. I think uh, Moffat's yes. reign has actually been a bit of a return yeah. to form. And finally, Adam feared a US network wants to do a US version of Doctor Who, like being human, the prisoner in life on Mars. One, one ha- season then cancelled. Yeah. <laughs> That's not happened, but Torchwood, though. We didn't know about yeah. Torchwood. That that has, we lost Torchwood. That well, has gone They like with Torchwood. I don't mind that. Yeah, it's not, not so bad. It's uh, always been a bit uh, cheesy American, isn't it, with uh, Barrowman? He's wonderful. He won the um, what was it? Strictly Come Dancing. Oh yes, yes. yeah, apparently. Yeah, I mean, let's put it. Let's put a dancer, a man who spent like years and years as a song and dancer on the West Henry in a dance competition. Oh, shock horror! He won. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, he was really good. Going up against people on Vince Cable. (laughs) (laughs) That's what before he became a bisexual hero in a sci-fi convention. He was a song and dance man. like that. <laughs> that was his job. Okay, fears for 2011, 2011. people. Ooh, right. Oh. <laughs> okay, I fear yeah. that Stargate Universe will be saved, thus <laughs> flogging a very dead horse to see how much <laughs> cash will fall out. Ooh. Well, I fear that Torchwood would not be recommissioned by stars oh. later this year when it's had its first run. I fear that the vast toffee will announce that season 2012 will also be split because it's quite an interesting concept. Yeah. Is that the chancery or the cloister bell I heard clanging in the distance? <laughs> I wouldn't be at all surprised. I fear that Adam will get arrested in an American con next year. Or <laughs> <laughs> well, this year, should I say. <laughs> One of my fears for 2011 is William Shatner to release a new CD of Christmas carols. <laughs> I yeah. fear that the BBC will actually cancel Doctor Who. Nah. Mm. Too much of a money maker for them. Can't see Didn't it. stop them last time. But having said that, I do fear the BBC budget cuts will hit the recommissioning of Doctor Who, so later in this year they will announce it's only going to have 10 mm. episodes next season mm. rather than 13. Yeah. I might, uh, might believe that. I can see that happen. I fear that New Doctor Who will be filmed only in 3D. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there was a survey recently of what programmes people want to have in 3D, and Doctor Who came out at the top. Yeah, yeah. So So the trouble is, I thought we were doing this the other way round, so quite a lot of my fears log into my hopes. Okay. So so this one is that Matt Smith doesn't settle down. He Mm. still plays it as he's playing it at the moment. He's playing it at the moment. But not all of no, us do. No, not all of us do. Well, I do. And what I say is law. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Thank you. Another fear for 2011. William Shatner's CD of Christmas carols will top the charts. <laughs> a fixation here. <laughs> no, it's like Tom Baker. You keep saying he dies, he sort of dies every year. <laughs> yeah. 
I fear that all films, not just sci-fi, start being made in 3D. Mm. They already are, I think. No, all, every single one of them. Yeah, we're going to have to record a Christmas album of William Shatner just for crumbling for that. <laughs> I'm out of fears. I have two more fears. Okay. Go on then. One is that they redesigned the Cybermen this season as badly as they redesigned the Eye Daleks. <laughs> and my second fear is that Cameron will continue to take the out of me <laughs> through this year's podcast. It's funny. It's more of a hope, I think. <laughs> One fear is that the next Christmas special turns out to be the worst ever. And the second fear is that Jean murders me before the before the American convention. Is that a hope? Um, uh, one, one, one of my uh, fears is that this rash doesn't get any worse. It is beginning to ooze now. Oh. All right, another fear I have. William Shatner and the Go Compare opera singer have a love child. Go compare. Go You are cut. Let's make it work. I like your hair. Go compare. At least with the new Go Compare advert, it's in silence. (laughs) Right, that leaves us with our hopes and dreams for 2010. Adam said he hoped that Star Wars The Old Republic will be out in 2010 and it will take the MMO world by storm. What? It wasn't, and it didn't. I that, did think it was a long shot. Did that, say it yeah, yeah, it did yeah. say it that one yeah. still stands. It, it Have should... we got a release date for you? No, but I'm pretty yeah. sure it would be out this year. Yeah, end, but <laughs> very, very end of Towards year. the end of the year. Yeah, 2011. Yeah. Andy hoped there will be a Star Wars Wii game using Wii Remote as a lightsaber. And there already was one. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know. Whilst Jean hoped that she would like Matt Smith as the 11th Doctor. No, I tolerate him. (laughs) Tolerate, like... No. Not quite. I hoped the same. I hoped Matt Smith wouldn't be disappointed. And I was right. Got that one wrong. I got it right. (laughs) Whilst Real Keith said JMS, Joss Whedon and Neil Gaiman will write an episode of Doctor Who... We already knew that Gaiman was writing one. I know. Well, it's rumoured. We didn't know for sure. Yeah. But yeah, yeah that has partly confirmed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Andy <laughs> hoped that Tron Legacy would be rapturously received. Adam, another 3D film, sci-fi film probably. Yeah. Adam was right. Andy depends who you speak to. It's yeah. got some fairly good reviews. It, mm. it doesn't seem to have bummed, really, across um, the board. Well, considering it's taken, it took £70 million its first weekend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. no, I mean, I haven't seen any real, real bad reviews of it. No. That's why I shall be dwelling I upon it. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're reading the reviews through rose coloured tinted glasses and <laughs> adoringly, like he looks at Karen Gillum. <laughs> Fake Keith hopes the brightest and most respected scientist in the world declares that chocolate is good for you, particularly Cadbury's whole nut. Oh. <laughs> I think there was actually an article was, this year there? about chocolate I'm not being sure good I'd for you. I'm not sure the brightest and most well-respected scientist, but yeah. <laughs> That's not the important part of the hope. <laughs> OK, OK. Gene uh, hoped that, that she would at least be able to tolerate Matt Smith as 11th Doctor. He spat on the console. Yes, 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 I, yes. Hence, hence oh, my console being spit-controlled. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't you remember yes. the trailer last year yeah. and the whole debacle? Yeah, flopped at the console. Yeah. yeah. Whereas I hoped they would release Nebulous seasons two and three on CD. Have, have they? they? Have they? No. Oh. no. no. We, did, we did get to speak to Nick Briggs about it at a signing, and he said uh, they may try to do it through Big Finish, but nothing's come of it yet. Yeah. Uh, Real Keith. 
Wanted a staggering stories fleet on Star Trek Online. I didn't. I didn't achieve the staggering stories fleet. No, we, we did all have a play but, with it. But I, I do. I have got uh, my Federation captain has got the uh, USS T Baker at the moment. <laughs> we, we've already had the USS Pertwee, so T Bagger. We're now T Baker, <laughs> and the Klingon captain, my Klingon Brigadier General, is actually captain of the Dev Son. What? Okay. The Dav Son. Has he got hiccups in the no, middle of it? No, <laughs> Davison. Yeah. <laughs> Real Keith also wanted a troop or group or whatever Never. in uh, Star Wars The Old Republic. Yeah, but that's... Still again. to come. Still to come. Yeah. And that finally, we're more likely to do, I think. Uh, probably, yeah. yeah. I, think, I think so. And finally, Real Keith wanted a decent Doc 2 game for PC, PlayStation, Xbox, or Wii. Well, yes. better than the Top Not 3. Yes, better than the Top game. We've got partially partial one, because the, yeah. uh, the DS version apparently is very good. Yeah, I don't... I, I think the, the Wii version... The Wii has got really bad ratings. I've still yet to play it. I've owned yeah. it for about a month. I haven't played it. I, uh, think, I saw I, one of the magazines gave it a star rating of half of one star. Oh. Two out of ten yeah. I've seen going, yeah, yeah. Um, so, but the, the, as I said, the, the Nintendo DS one got there. And the adventure me, so. games aren't too bad. No, the adventure games are quite good. I quite like the Vasta Narada one. Yeah, I'm in the middle of that one. That's my character in World of Warcraft. Vasta Narada. <laughs> I've, got, I've got a warlock called Vasta Narada. <laughs> <laughs> my first day on the playing this new warlock, yeah. I'm, I'm, trot- I'm trotting along and this um, person sent me a whisper saying, Doctor Who fan? Question mark. <laughs> 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 I, did, I was shopping and there was a kid that something dropped on the floor and said to his mum, I'm not going down to get it, a fashion of the father thing. <laughs> and his mum's looking at him going, what, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> okay, hopes and dreams for 2011. Yeah. Adam. Yeah. Oh, hopes and dreams. I hope that both Matt Smith and Karen Gillan will stay on until 2012. That's only because you don't out. want to throw yourself off the town hall. I suspect that uh, Gillan will step down this year, but I don't know. We could have a three-year run. Right, Sarah be. Jane was there for, what, three and a half? It, yes. it, it's, it's been done before. It has. A couple it has. of times. Yeah. I hope that Rory stays till season 2012, even if Karen Gillan's character leaves. Mm. I like Rory. I like Rory as well. <laughs> Again, what I was saying earlier about the hopes plugging into the fears that Matt Smith will be more settled and better at the role, better understanding of the role than he's got at the moment. He's got a perfectly good understanding of the role. I quite like what he's doing with it. So do I. I think he's wonderful. I don't hate him. I just think he could do better. Mm. (laughs) You needed a change because tenants were so human. Yeah. You You needed somebody who was slightly balmy. Yeah. Anyway. Well, I tied all my hopes in with my prediction, so... Oh, mm-hmm. okay. okay. I hope that when the Staggering Stories team go to LA in February, they are invited to join a Mythbusters sketch. <laughs> <Yay>! <laughs> if you're listening, and Adam and Jamie... <laughs> <laughs> Talking of that, my, uh, my final hope for 2011 is that we will survive Los Angeles. Well, that ties into one of my hopes, again, which ties into my, one of my fears, that Adam doesn't get arrested for various things that he's going to be doing at the Galley Con. Why should that bother us? He's a big boy. Go we don't know that yet. They'll, they'll find out once he's been through that scanner. Yeah. He's going to be at the convention impersonating a minor. Yeah, dressing up as a little That's, girl. Yeah. This is it. They frown on that in exactly. some states. Do they? Or they encourage it in some states. states. We're not going to Texas. My, my um, hope is that River Song does not die in this new season yeah. how can she she's already died yeah. so time can be rewritten can, yes. yeah, yeah I suppose so 
Um, any more? Yeah, I've got two more hopes. I hope that Tom Baker makes it through another year unscathed. <laughs> and I hope that I hope William that. Shatner releases another CD and dedicates it to Crumbly. <laughs> oh, bless. <laughs> I've... I've sings one... it to him at his balcony. Yeah. Oh, that'd be lovely. Yeah. Serenade a yeah, Shatner. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the old Ed Grant will go flying out the window then. <laughs> now, my, my last hope is now that Moffat has got uh, the first season out of his system, mm. right? he will do things radically different from Davis. I the setup and the way things are happening. I think I, that's inevitable now. They well, split yeah, the well, I mean, it, it, uh, the first season of Matt Smith was future, past... Historical. The two parts. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. Same that, I want him to radically yeah. get away from the standard setup of what we're used to now, what we've had for the past five years. It, almost it, the prediction yeah. of yeah. yeah. Oh, it's yeah. the first yeah. story. It's going to be yeah. a past. Uh, it's the second story. It's going to be. A, it's so the I third can, story, I can it's understand. I can understand him keeping it the same because it's a new Doctor. It's a new show. Yeah, that yeah. format works. Yeah. But now we've had that out of the way, he's going to be brave and try to step outside. Yeah. Well, we know it's different format. already because we're starting with exactly. two parts yeah. in the past. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Not one we're also, we're also starting journey. with the first episode doesn't have to be set on oh. Earth present time because he doesn't need to pick up a companion because yeah. he's also he's still got Rory. Well, we, we know the first one is yeah. two parts yeah. in the past. Yeah, exactly. So. Exactly. In America. So, exactly. I, I hope it, it yeah, but shakes it's the it up formula more. Of That's it. The formula is broken already. Yeah. <laughs> Christmas Day, yeah. there was something on the telly. Some, yes! Something no. really exciting! No. No. The Queen's no. Speech? No. She was pretty... Oh, she was off this year. She, wasn't, she? she wasn't on her stride. I've videoed it, but I haven't watched it. Uh, I wouldn't bother. She, you know, she was talking about sport all the time. When, when you're like 86, you've got no right to talk about sport. <laughs> she still goes riding. She's down with the kids. No, she's down with the kids. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that illegal? <laughs> so I'm told. Anyway... At six o'clock on BBC One, on Christmas we were all Day, on gathered Christmas around Day. the telly, feeling sick from too much chocolate to Back watch to Doctor Who. Again. Yeah. Okay, who wants to lead us in? Flying, <laughs> flying fish. Flying fish. Flying, oh, flying that wasn't fish. that a brilliant idea? They were so cute. Weren't they, Jess? You just wanted to cuddle them. Eat them. Except for the really, really, really <laughs> big one. Shark. Except yeah. for that one, yeah. cuddling that one. Probably. We're assuming most of you out there have watched this by now. If you well, we know 12 tough. million of these. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, basically, what is it? Uh, a retelling of Christmas Carol. A bunch of with, with a slight bit of timey-wimey involved. Yes. And I mm. nod towards Peter Pan. Mm-hmm, yes. I will fill that one yes, in Yes, I, I can see where you're coming from with that. Yeah. Peter mm-hmm. Pan? What, Michael Jackson? No. Ow! <laughs> 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 So it starts with a very Star Trek, I think it almost uh, a parody of Star Trek. Oh, the bridge. Oh, certainly, yeah, certainly the bridge oh. Even, yeah. even the, outfits the outfits were like yeah. the new the, Trek. The, the yeah. navigator had an eyepiece. Yeah, yeah. Instead of going across Couldn't London. Couldn't help but think of Galaxy Quest a bit. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and a spaceship in trouble. Crashing, oh, yes. crashing, crashing through, the through the atmosphere. Crashing through the cloud layer, yes. Oh, crashing yeah. through the... Uh, Which is a bad thing. And a distress thing. signal is sent from the honeymoon, honeymoon suite. suite. <laughs> Who's in the honeymoon suite? <gasps> I wonder. <laughs> I did... Amy was wearing Rory out, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> For some reason, we had the, uh, our uh, recently married couple wearing uh, a Roman guard centurion uniform. 
and a police, sort of police woman's uniform. Her, her yeah. stripper, sorry, kissing yeah. yeah. outfit. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Why would they be wearing those? I, I don't know. know. It makes no continuity sense. <laughs> I did love the little line when he came out and one of the people turned around and just went, honeymoon yeah. sweet. <laughs> yes. I also like the fact that the phone they were using to contact the doctor looked hand-built. Mm. Again, it's another one of... Sticking off. Yeah, it's, it's another of the doctor's gizmos. A little bit from this, a little bit yeah, from that. Yeah. It's like it's a, nine, a typical 1980s house brick mobile. Yeah, 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 but yeah. With, yeah. with bits added. Yeah, just the innards of it pretty yeah. much. Yeah. Meanwhile, down on the planet. Oh, come along, Pond. Ah, yes, yeah. Come along, Pond appears on the um, the view screen. Yeah. What's she said? Don't be late. Please don't be late. Not this time. Don't be late. <laughs> but their crashing spaceship won't be allowed to crash in a nice way because no. there's an evil, nasty person on the well, planet. I, I, I'm saying evil, more selfish, uncaring. Mm. No, at this point, he's still evil, nasty person. Yeah who is basically in control of the planet, who decides that they will land. A crash is, after all, a landing. (laughs) Nothing to do with him. It's not his concern. Now, this is where my first little quibble came along. We're introduced to Sardik. Yes. And he's an old man. Yes. the old sod. Yes. Yes. And he's presented with this this family. Correct me if I'm wrong. Husband, wife, couple of kids. Yep. Yep. At least one kid. Yep. And a sarcophagus is brought in, a sort of suspended animation thingy, mm-hmm. with young Pettigrew in... Yes. What's her first name? Abigail. Abigail. Abigail, that was it. Catherine Jenkins. That's the one, mm-hmm. yeah, singing yeah. person. <laughs> <laughs> and she looked about, what, 20, 25? Yeah. Quite young. So the, the actress is... Just turned 30, I think. She turned yeah. 30 when she she's, got the job, yeah. She yeah. She's, she's, she's a young lady, she is. Let's go say 25 then. And she's in suspended animation, selfless act, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Later on, when oh, we go on. back... Shall we go back there, though? That this, is my, this is my quibble. All right. <laughs> Later on in the story, when we go back in time to when Sardik was a lad, mm. we see her again when she was initially put in. Mm-hmm. So that's got to have been at least 50 years earlier. Mm-hmm. And yet mm. she's the sister of the mother of the family who looked about 35 herself. So how was that possible? The, surely the mother should be knocking on 70 by now. Go on then. You've well, got your hand up again. No one can see. I know. I know. I, it's, it's because I, I have a when um, uh, you saw her at the beginning. Yeah. She did look old. Who the woman? The mother. See, this is why I had yeah. to watch it again because yeah. I watched it the, from the sofa, so I couldn't yeah. see things when, properly. When, when she when she was. But did she look seventy? I'm not sure if she looked 70, but she did look, she definitely looked older than when we met her in the middle of the story when they actually spent Christmas with her. Oh, yeah. I don't think she looked old enough. No. Not if Sardik was a boy when. Oil of you, Leigh. Sorry? Oil of you, Leigh. Oil of you, Leigh. The other possibility is that they age more slowly. Except Sardik. Except Sardik. Except Sardik. seems to age really quickly. Yes. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. he's corrupted kind by his corruption. all over your you know, own <laughs> <laughs> But that, that, that could well, be... Well, he's been time-travelling a lot. Yeah. He's older than the... Uh, you know. He's older than No, that's my quibble, though. Don't think the mother was old enough. Okay. He should have been a lot older. Maybe, yeah. Anyway, back at the plot. Yeah. Back at the plot, we get the... Very quickly, we get the best yep. line in the whole story. As the Doctor comes plundering down the chimney... <laughs> Says, I'm ever so sorry, landed on the roof, saw a chimney on Christmas Eve, my brain said, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
I did like the um, he showed a photograph with him, Frank Sinatra, Albert Einstein, and Santa and, Claus, and, and a blonde and Santa Claus. And I think that was a little nod to later on in the plot with Marilyn Young Monroe, because there's always that story yeah. about Marilyn Monroe and, and Einstein. Einstein. As, oh, really? as a small yeah. aside, uh, me and Adam and mm-hmm. Construct Number Two saw this about when is it? On the 13th of December, the BMI? Yeah, about just under two weeks before. Uh, just uh, two weeks before. And then afterwards, they had a little question of an- answer session between uh, Catherine Jenkins, uh, Matt Smith, and... Uh, Stephen Moffat. Stephen oh, Moffat. And Moffat said that, yes, that was on purpose. As far as Moffat's concerned, Father Christmas carries around a little photograph to prove that the Doctor is real. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Why not? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so our evil Scrooge character, Kazran Sardik. You've got a sword? <laughs> yes. <laughs> now, now. He, he, he's not going to allow the spaceship to land. Yeah, as he says, as far as he's concerned, it's none of his business and got nothing to do with him. He doesn't yeah. care about and it. The, the re- surplus population, yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. The reason, which is a, a Dickens the, line. The okay. reason he needs to be involved, though, is because he controls the atmosphere by yeah. an isomorphic device, which only he can control. Yeah. Yep. This is an important plot point. Yes, <laughs> it is, it is, yes. Just to hammer it home, they repeat it about three or four times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There are a lot of problems with this. The Doctor could have solved it in many ways. He didn't even try to, but... He went straight on to his Dickens... Yeah, yeah. But in a way, it doesn't really matter. I think it just, it's so well done. It's yeah. so Christmassy. Moffat mm-hmm. said, it's all your favourite Christmas movies in, at once, in an hour, with monsters. And the Doctor. And a honeymoon. <laughs> yeah. Which is basically what it is. It, yeah. Perfect for Christmas Day. Well, you know, yeah. it's a, this, is, this is the thing. He kicks the whole family out, mm-hmm. and at one point in time, the small kid, the small boy, picks up, I don't know, a bit of cold, cold and, yeah. and throws it at uh, Sardik. Yep. And Sardik storms over and just uh, almost goes to hit him, to all but hit him. You know, yep. he has the hand raised and then decides against it and gets him chucked out. Yep. This is the point that I'm trying to make. I don't think he was actually evil. He's just a self-centred, selfish... I suppose, yeah. if he's as, evil, as, he'd have just knocked him across the yeah, room. As, yeah, as the Doctor turns around and said, he's half out the dark. Mm. Yeah. He's yeah. not an actual evil, nasty, vicious person. He's just a careless, selfish little git. Yeah, like Christmas. Yeah. Halfway out of the dark, yeah. yeah. I think there were some lovely scenes in this. I like the bit when the Doctor goes back in time to Sardik as a child. Yeah, yeah it's very well. And the shark attacks through yeah. the living room window. <laughs> well, that's it. it's, a, it's a nice little twist on the ghost of Christmas past. Mm. Instead of taking the old Sardik back to see how he was, he nips back and interferes with his memories. It, yeah. it you know, creates new memories. It's little mm. things like, because he has, the old Sardik has a long flowing cravat style bow tie. Yeah, but while he's watching the uh, video footage of the Doctor and his younger self, it changes uh, the bow tie suddenly changes to a, a cool, smaller mm, yeah. Doctor style, Doctor style mm. bow tie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the bit where I was saying the element of um, Peter Pan is the shark that swallows half the yeah. sonic screwdriver, oh, yeah. and then yeah. later on you've got the scene where they're down there in the sarcophagus in, instead of tick tock tick tock, tick tock beep, you've got beep, the beep beep. beep. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Hence yeah. the Peter Pan reference. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I couldn't help be reminded of Airplane. 
Finn <laughs> going through the fog. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The tail of the plane. Yeah, the clouds. Yeah. I, I also like the fact that when they they keep going back to visit Abigail each Christmas, and as, I think this is one of your continuity ones you was going to say about the sudden age jump. Yeah, yeah I know kids yeah. grow you, when they go have a height spurt. It really. You can really notice it, but that was bloody ridiculous. (laughs) Four years. Four years without changing, and then suddenly he's eight foot two. (laughs) But I did like the fact that when he asked the doctor um, about, you know, what do we do, and the the doctor hasn't a clue, he's not good with girls. But I also think we should have a small shout out here for the fezzes. And the scarf. The fez, yeah. yeah the the little well, fourth doctor's scarf. Yeah, fourth doctor's. Yeah. Uh, yes. uh, Matt Smith is wearing fourth doctor's scarf at one point, remember? Yeah, and they both wear fez. And you yeah. see pictures of them in Egypt. Yeah, yeah. with fez. Yeah. 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 Yes. Mind you, for someone that's bad with girls, I did fully expect him to say, fetch your coat, you've pulled, when he was yeah. going to go and get married to Marilyn Monroe. Yeah, you fetch your coat, Marilyn, didn't yeah. you? But I loved his advice to the kids, you know, what do I do, what do I do? Well, you act nervous and jittery. Why? Because you'll be that way anyway, so you may as well make it part of the plan. Yeah. And, and go for it, grab your future and now. You don't stand here working out new ways to, <laughs> to make to a new screwdriver. That's don't what make I did. My yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Again, it is full, it is packed to the gills with sort of witty one liners and dialogue oh, and mm. Moffat's. Moffatism. Trademark, isn't yeah. it? The thing with the psychic uh, paper. Yeah. Oh, God, you yes. find I'm a universally recognised as a mature, responsible adult. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, one lie too many. Yeah, sure find that lie, which is... <laughs> yeah. I love the whole, the whole feel of the thing. You had the whole Dickensian feel mixed in with futuristic. The, um, the lampposts uh, Not side with steampunk. The, yes. Yeah, yeah. And the lampposts with the speakers coming yes. off it. And it was, mm. it was just very, very effective. One thing I, do, I will say with this one is... I liked Matt better in the role in this one than the last season. I think that's because this one has actually been written... Catch her. Oh, she's him. ill. <laughs> You're not the real Jean. <laughs> You're done with her. I'm not saying that he's my favourite by a long shot. But whereas last season seemed to be still written for David Tennant, which is I think was doing Matt Smith an injustice mm. because he can't make the character is if mm. they're writing for another character. Mm-hmm. This one actually, he, he seemed more comfortable in the role. Maybe it's because he's got used to playing it or maybe because this was bespoke, written for him and dialogue for him, not Matt Smith saying... David Tennant's Doctor's words, as there was a bit of at the mm. beginning of so, his first season. Well, that was very deliberate in Eleventh Hour. You, yeah, yeah, but the after hour, the Eleventh Hour, you, you it was can, still. Yeah. yeah, maybe. Certainly, Moffat has had time to watch all the SOC or the Rushies. Really, gets no Matt. Yeah, and that's very obvious. Um, it also helped, I suppose, that it was very much a Doctor story. Yes, mm. uh, Amy and Rory are barely in it at all. No, yeah. no, it's a shame because this is the first time we've had the entire TARDIS crew there At for the a beginning. Christmas special. Yeah. But they aren't all really in it. Yeah. Which is a shame, but you can understand why with the story. There's no way you could have brought in those two. No. Um, yeah, because they're so busy in the honeymoon suite, that's why. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, did El Presidente keep his eyes above the skirt? <laughs> <laughs> we were saying earlier, don't you just love the little Picard manoeuvre she does whenever yeah. she has to stand up <laughs> so the skirt is actually at a vaguely decent level? <laughs> have it where Rory pushes her out of the hologram field. Yeah. Stop looking at the skirt. <laughs> so having, having said that, I did like the small bit with them singing the Christmas cows. Mm. Yeah. You know, the holograms all oh, there. All sing, the crew. All yeah. the crew singing the Christmas cows. Oh, the bits and, are in were very good. Yeah. Mm. And also the fact that 
the singing wasn't working, but they had, didn't tell anyone. No. Give them something to do. Give them something to do. I thought that was a, yeah, I <laughs> thought that was a nice little touch. I, I, I have to say, I didn't see it coming that at the end he could not control the machine because his brainwaves had been changed. <laughs> <laughs> it was all very predictable, yeah. but not in a bad way. No, no. no it's, it was still wonderful, but, you know, the Doctor, like you said, should have predicted that he's mentally changing this guy yeah. so well, as I said it, it, it did have his faults but oh, yeah. personally I don't think that's any of the faults that you've pointed out spoilt it for no, no it I, was enjoyable it's been my favourite of all the Christmas specials it's gone straight to the top of my list I thought it was wonderful mm. still Voyage of the Damned and the, um, the next Doctor for me <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. that's two of my lowest yeah. I think. of course yeah. there's a fantastic line at the end as it's all wrapping up and Amy's come down to find the Doctor God, they love their snowmen here. I've passed about 20. Oh, he said, yes. yes, I've been busy. <laughs> <laughs> Which you can work. You can see that running yeah. around. Making snowmen. Yeah. But... The fact that Sardic becomes Santa Claus at the end almost, because you got the feeling that that kid didn't know who Santa Claus was. Mm. And then you got the end of him riding yeah. off in the sleigh, being pulled by With the shark, shark. Yeah. like Santa not, Claus. Not quite so it goes from, idea, but... from Scrooge yeah. to Santa Claus. She's got yeah. a cracking set of lungs on her, that girl, isn't oh, she? Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> She's not a bad singer, is she? Yeah, she she's should right. take it up as a career, really, <laughs> She should think, do. Yeah. She should try and go professional. Yeah. She wasn't very bad acting either. I no, was she was that, that, that was meant to be her first role. Yeah. Yeah. Her first ever she'd role. She'd never very... contemplated acting at all before. Well, she said in the um, the documentary afterwards that they called her in to talk, to read for, read for the part, mm. um, and she very much got the impression that if she'd sucked, they'd have just said, thanks, off you go. It wasn't a case of yeah. we've got a famous name here. We definitely, definitely want her. Mm. But I, I thought I know she didn't have too many long-winded speeches. But she, yeah, it wasn't the most challenging. No, stuff, no unlike what um, Sardi. Yeah, but no, I, I thought she was excellent. Mm. Uh, I also can you act in deep voice? <laughs> can you look enigmatic and not move? <laughs> also, also, I'd like to point out that I thought Michael Gambon was excellent. Oh yes, really, you had really two. Because he also played his father at one point, yes. and he had two right, yeah. distinct people. Yeah, there. he wasn't just playing an older version of no. himself. It no, was no, a and even character, even Kazran, he played two or three different versions of him yeah. as yeah. time was changed. Yeah, yeah. as it got manipulated. I thought the yeah. kid that played young Kazran was was good as well, yeah. especially yes. in in yeah. the cupboard with the shark outside. <laughs> coming I thought that was very very good. Yeah, it's amazing how well they managed to cast child actors in Doctor Who. Mm. Every time you see a child actor, you think, oh, this is going to be terrible, we're not going to be able to act, it's going to be embarrassing Stilted to watch. Stilted and awful. But it's not been the case at all, no. except maybe with the one child in the, the Beast Blows on the screen. Mm. Her aside, oh, all yeah. the I think child actors have been Credit where credit is due, I think that was meant to be deliberately sugary and... Yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe. <laughs> I think, I mean, that's the one thing I was, I'm quite pleased with New Who generally, both with um, Steve Moffat and his predecessor, is that both for the adults and the children, whether it's the Christmas special or the general season... They seem to be going for actors over names. If yeah. the mm. if they get the name as well, wonderful. It's a bonus. But, but they they are concentrating more on turning out good stories and good yeah. acting rather mm. than oh look we've got this famous yeah. person Which in this is what story. When J and T was in charge. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What other uh, plot points have you got on your list? List of bad plot points or yeah. <laughs> okay, I've got quite a list. Of them, but none of them really matter. But but it. If you think about it, you don't think very hard, it doesn't quite add up. It's obviously Moffat has written it as uh, a fun romp, yeah. mm-hmm. but yeah. not to his usual uh, stringent... Dark uh, self. Yeah. So 
Got Why can't the TARDIS lock onto the ship? Because it can't. Because it can't. No explanation. <laughs> it's because the, at- the atmospheric particles, because it isn't a normal atmosphere, because the sharks and that live in there, so the atmospheric and the particles, particles, yeah. the ice particles, are interfering with the lock-on device. No, you've missed the point entirely. <laughs> the atmosphere is deadlocked. Yes, that's what <laughs> it, it must is. Be. It is. It is dead. It's true. It's deadlocked. Yeah. So no, they can't lock and off. And at one point, the shark is dying. Yes. 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 And then suddenly, it's it's swimming around. Okay, well, about she sang to it. Well, before no, she no, sang, it, because it, it got it, up and it's about to eat. The last of its strength, last of its strength, it called down into the refrigeration area where the temperature is correct for it. Yeah. Yeah. It's the same yeah. as the temperature. And it's got crawl. And it's got half a sonic screwdriver in it, which was built inside the TARDIS, so it has some of the latent regeneration <laughs> energy, <laughs> and it's made it regenerate. There you go. Oh, wonderful. So we had a regenerating shot. We did. Yes. It's like the doctor's daughter. It didn't regenerate into a new person. It's regenerated the body that exists. Yeah. <laughs> Next <my> one. <laughs> <laughs> Why are there no spare ice boxes? Well, if if Sardic is because because they have to be made exclusively for yes. each. Well, each. Uh, young Sardic said there were no spare ones, so we had to take somebody yeah. out of one. Yeah, it, they they get to be made exclusively, and as they cost so much, they're put on their build for yeah. even further incarceration and money Which back. Goes on to the next point of why do all of them have dials on the countdowns when only. Abigail was, was known it, to be dying. Yeah. Uh, oh, perhaps it's a weird death prediction thing. These, <laughs> these, clock. these boxes are death clocks. They can <laughs> tell you tell exactly me. how long you have to live. All of the past doctors are in one of those in <laughs> yeah. this podcast, each you? <laughs> Another thing which I've already mentioned, but Arthur Darvel is finally on the opening credits. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But this is probably the story he's had the least to do in. Yeah. I did like the, the fact 11th that... hour he had more to do. Yeah. I never Pandora understood Gropens. why he wasn't in the opening credits in the last series. Once he was, you know, this established because he was about to be killed off. Yeah, but you take it, you take him out of the credits when you don't want people to know he's coming back. Yeah. Mind yeah. you, was Mickey in the opening credits? No, only no. for when he returned it. Um, oh, yeah, he was. He was actually a companion for a brief season. while. I did also yeah. remind you something. I did like the fact that the the names on the opening title were slightly frosted. Yeah. yeah. yeah no, I didn't notice that, but they mentioned it they in the sp- Q&A. Yeah, yeah, as they spa- spun past, the names are slightly frosted. Yeah, I didn't notice that. And uh, why doesn't Sardik, or Abigail for that matter, tell the Doctor about her illness? Because it's a deeply embarrassing illness. Yes. Yeah, what is she dying it's of? It's hyperthrush. <laughs> and is that why he's old? He caught it too. <laughs> <laughs> How did he catch it? <laughs> the only way you can. <laughs> Uh, and why doesn't the doctor even consider trying to help her, save her, do something to yeah, help her? Yeah, he just, medic- just yeah. seems to accept this is your last day. Have fun, love. Yeah, yeah. I did kind of get the feeling that the doctor was being a bit selfish towards the end. It was like, yeah. I must save Amy. Okay, well, he comes too. But <laughs> it doesn't matter about what I do to this person's life. Well, yeah. It's all to rescue Amy. And I thought it, it, that felt a little bit selfish, actually. Yeah. And couldn't they have used a recording of Abigail? Because they had a recording which they were listening, that yeah. old Sardic was listening to earlier. Yeah. Yeah. Could they use that at the end rather than get Abigail out of the freezer? Yeah, but then you wouldn't see Catherine Jenkins singing at the top of her voice into what was obviously a microphone. And Indeed. You, and you wouldn't have that really kind of like heartstring pulling, yeah. tear gushing moment at the end where she goes off because she's going, like, you have to have at the end of every Doctor yeah. Christmas <laughs> special. <laughs> I did notice that the lyrics of the song 
that she oh, sang. Silence, I, is silence, all you is uh, when you're not here. Silence is all I see. Okay, mm. I couldn't understand what she was saying. Though. Silence <laughs> is falling. Uh, the second half uh, of the prediction, because yeah, like Keith said, that wasn't really a, a Christmas Carol yeah, that, song. That yeah. wasn't, no, and also yeah. the silence in the last series wasn't really addressed properly. No, because no, that's this deliberate. that's this new season. Yeah. It's the silence, so it's the silence is still falling. And at the end, the Doctor couldn't use the machine, so he had to do it another way. Anyway, he why didn't done he do it, it the other yeah. way straight away? Exactly. Yeah. Um, and finally, was there a, a Christmas massacre when all the fish came down at the end? Because the clouds were opened up. <laughs> Everyone has something to eat. <laughs> it was only a tunnel. It was only a tunnel that the ship was being cleared. Right. Being cleared. Yeah. Okay. When those is the fish massacring the people or the people massacring well, the people? Well, the sharks. The sharks massacring the people, eating yeah. the people. <laughs> oh, but what about a little cute fishy fish? Well, they're lovely and they seem to all be attracted to the light. And, you know. <laughs> so there, there are many little problems like that, but I, as I say, it doesn't yeah. actually. No, it doesn't matter. spoil no, my enjoyment of it. It yeah. doesn't spoil I my enjoyment. I think the Christmas one is the one where they're allowed to have plot holes because it is. Yeah, it isn't a... in keeping with the rest of the and season. And no one's yeah. thinking straight. Fall. Everyone's had too much to eat, too <laughs> yeah. much to drink, falling asleep on the sofa, yeah. and all they want is a, is, is a rock. It is a bit is of fun, really. It's unusual for Moffat not to really have a really tight script but yeah, yeah it doesn't, doesn't there's a bit matter. of fun i like the fact of this one that it isn't a, a world shaking world shattering everyone in danger oh, event christmas just, in london again yeah, yeah. just saving four thousand and three people uh, it's a lot of people but it's not compared with other christmas episodes it's also the first christmas one that isn't set on earth yeah mm, but why 4,003 people that well, seems a really odd number how many was it 4,003 yeah my prediction is that there's the 4,000 crew there's Rory and Amy and she's already up the duff so it's 4,003 <laughs> oh. <laughs> could be could be 4,000 crew for one liner for one honeymoon suite <laughs> alright then 3,000 crew and 1,000 because you had all those people in the honeymoon you suite. had all the people singing yeah. <laughs> but anyway uh, yes. trainers Trainers, oh, yeah. I wear Stetsons now. Stetsons are cool. <laughs> so are beards, apparently. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, didn't he look odd? That, yeah, really, that's, yeah. It did take me a second to actually him. recognise well, him. This, this, this goes to one of, one of my uh, predictions, yeah. is the fact that we've definitely got an old doctor there, the beard and the hair, and right. the, there was an overdubbed line, is we've been contracted. Oh, was so it? So you okay. think the doctor's contracted I think, himself? No, I think the old doctor has got in contact with Amy or whatever and hired them to do something yeah. for the old, for the young doctor that will get the old doctor out, out of, of wherever he is. Because that's got to be a good mm. six months' worth of beard growth yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. Or, oh, nice. or, you've heard of makeup. Matt Smith didn't grow a bit. See, if I'm not allowed to take this at you, you're like, oh no, it could be makeup. No, really, they made the actor grow the beard, Gene. Oh, did they? <laughs> and sort of as Naya pointed out, uh, a naked or potentially naked river soul. That was the impression. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and she and winked. Was that men in black oh. uh, chasing Amy off a cliff? Yeah. Mm. Mm. Most of it was for the first half of the yeah. season. Yeah, it's, 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 they've only yeah. filmed the first half of the season. Yeah, I, th I think, I think on, on one of the websites, I think it's io9, they have yeah. done a point-by-point -point breakdown of the trailer. Okay. I want to know what those scratches yeah. are about. They're, those look like tallies. Yeah, five bar game. Four, strike through. Yeah, that's what you were five saying. Five bar one, two, three, four. What, what happened? Five. Were they in a prison a long time and ran out of walls? <laughs> so they started carving <laughs> it on their own skin. Well, this is why it's called a trailer, so that you will watch but I the want program to, know to find now. out. Green Idol. Green Idol. Two times you walked yeah. in a minute there. 
You'll notice Amy seems to be having have a pen around her neck. Yeah. So presumably every now and then she's striking off. But how can she see what she's written on her face? I don't know. Well, I'm not going to make the obvious answer to that one. If you look at, if you go back on YouTube and look at the trailer again, it's not only uh, no, Amy; it's, it's River, River as well. As well, River yeah. As well yeah. This is yeah. some weird lesbian game they've got going. <laughs> oh, no. I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which, you should see what Adam's done with his model Amy's. Oh, it's, it's just God. wrong. Well, he's got a, he's got another one. He's got another plastic. He's got Amy. a little plastic Amy in normal Amy costume, and then he's got little Amy in policewoman costume. And well, they're it's obscene. They're very basically. close. <laughs> Which reminds me, we haven't, haven't said, said anything to cardboard knobnacker or the head of the tree. Happy New Year, head of the tree. Happy New Year, knobnacker. Happy New Year, dangerous Churchill. Happy New Year, dangerous Churchill. And various other, other inanimate objects. Yeah. <laughs> we also now have a Dalek. Yeah, no, we yeah, do. Yeah, Happy yeah, New Year, Dalek, wandering Dalek. <laughs> Desktop patrol Dalek. Yep. <laughs> and I still want to know why Spock's been doing a Nazi salute. I know, yeah. Spock looks extremely wrong. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's a bit fascist. And we've got some Lego Star Wars thingy there as well. He, he's been busy yeah. over Christmas. Yeah. He has. You know, you get bored. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> and so, did you did you notice that River gets to shoot his hat off again? Again, yeah. 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 She murdered the fez, now she gets to murder the steps. And any luck, she'll actually hit Sue. <laughs> <laughs> You're so cruel. You said you were tolerating him. <laughs> Tolerate does not mean like... You, you tolerate me, but you don't want to kill me, do you? Um... Jane, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Can't get Edward in Edwards with her, can you? No, no. <laughs> We've all been to the cinema, haven't we, children? Yes. Yes. Yep, 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 yep. What yep. did we see? We all saw a very, very long-awaited sequel to a film. Pearl and Dean. Phantom Menace? No, God. <laughs> Although this one put me to sleep just as much oh, as that one did. Oh, <laughs> We've been to see Tron Legacy, Legacy. in 3D. And that's where the first problem was. <laughs> Never, just just so we know, <laughs> yeah. I'm never watching a 3D film again. Yeah. This, is, uh, this was its last chance, and yeah. I still ended up with a blinding headache and feeling sick, so ah. that's your lot. And there was no reason for this film to be 3D. I didn't spot one point in it that made me think, ooh, that was really good, I'm glad that was in 3D. The only film <laughs> that has had a point in it which made me think, ooh, that was really good, I'm glad that was in 3D, was in Monsters vs. Aliens when the spoon floated out and I actually leaned back because I thought the spoon was going to hit me. That's the only time <laughs> and no other film in 3D has ever deserved you, to be so. You mean a 3D film that actually made use of the 3D? Yeah. There is one out there. Monsters vs. Aliens, and it's just mm. for one second. Crikey. Yeah. <laughs> Crikey Moses. Oh, no. You said you were without drawing breath. I did. That was really good. My breath control is amazing. <laughs> oh, sorry, Shut yes. up, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> 
anyway, what did everyone else think? <laughs> <laughs> now that fake Keith has finished with a rant about, I'm sorry, <laughs> about your film, you have waited the for whole of your life. Years. Years. <laughs> Even featured at your wedding. <laughs> it did, didn't it? Yes. We'll have to put the picture up online. <laughs> Crumby looks sexy in a Tron outfit. <laughs> Honeymoon suite. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he looks good. <laughs> Bulging muscles. Bulging the pictures are taken from the Tron guy site. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I'll kick off the proceedings. I mean, Go on. I enjoyed the film. I mean, that's to say, I mean, I'm a big fan of the original film, and that's to say, I mean, I've been waiting 28 years you know, for this film to come out. I can't believe it's 28 years. Yeah, it's I really years, can't. Yes. It's been a long time. In there lies its success and its shortcomings. For people of a certain generation, namely mine, <laughs> growing up with, well, what were cutting-edge computer graphics, yeah. well, for 1982, mm-hmm. were the only companies that had number crunches big enough for either colleges or uh, corporations. Mm-hmm. And then to see, a, well, the sequel, which has a uh, CGI and graphics, which everyone takes for granted now. Mm-hmm. I mean, to me, I could use the analogy of plugging in a VCR uh, VHS recorder into a state-of-the-art 108, is it 1080 HD sort of ready TV mm-hmm. and seeing what the picture's like. <laughs> oh, terrible. <laughs> I mean, it's just, I think it's more of a cross-generational clash more than anything else. Mm. Seeing the original, then sort of seeing the sequel in all its resplendent glory with all up-to-date sort of CGI and such. Oh, yeah. I mean, that is something, I mean, I will have to watch the film a few more times to get to grips with. Mm. I like the fact that the Earth normal world bits were in 2D mm-hmm. and the Tron world was in 3D. Yeah. Um, I agree with Karen, it didn't need to be in 3D. Mm. It's nice it's if you saw difference. it, but if it was in tour yeah. to 2D, I think it'd I, be enjoyable. I had to a few times raise my 3D glass yeah, to tell, was it in 3D, yeah. is it in 2D? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I spent five minutes actually watching it with my 3D glasses up and no. couldn't tell it was in 3D. And, mm. you know, when I put them back down again, it just looked a bit darker. And yeah. I like I like the fact that the, the Tron world kept the bikes, the updates yeah. of the bikes. Oh, yeah, the light cycles. Um, mm. And they kept the retro one, though. They kept the, the retro Tron. one. <laughs> the, the story starts off where the old one finishes to a degree. You see the mm. link of the, the mm. father and the boy. I have to admit, there was one point where I was sitting there going, oh, this is turning into yet another Star Wars homage. At the point at which... Obi-Wan Kenobi reprograms <laughs> one of the um, computer yeah. Tron oh, things yes, yes. and says, I want to take the shuttlecraft. You can't. Mm. Press another Take the shuttlecraft. At which yeah. point I'm going, it has turned into a... St- <laughs> yeah. I mean, you had Bobe Fett, who I figured out who Bobe Fett was within five minutes. Yeah, that was obvious. <laughs> Shaman never showed his face after no. he yeah. became yeah. And, orange, and but... it really was playing the part of Bobe Fett virtually. It, I, I was disappointed in that I quite liked the original Tron. I liked this one I thought it was better because I actually felt this had more of a storyline yeah, to it than it the original one the original one was was really the first movie the that was a, was yeah. one on its effects rather than its mm. story well actually I mean it was put forward for an Oscar but it was turned down because of the special effects the mm. thing that made it his most noticeable which is amazing right? yeah, because really. they have an Oscar for special, special effects, effects. <laughs> yeah, yeah. do now <laughs> One, yeah, of the, one of the Jedi Knights points and... that really ticked me off was right at the end when Tron switched sides. There was absolutely no reason Well, that's for setting it. up the sequel, isn't it? Yeah. But you can't have did... Tron without Tron. But why, so, did, why did he switch sides? I think because just... he'd been reprogrammed yeah, by the program. Yeah. He'd broken his program by coming in contact with his creator, Yeah, but he'd been in contact with his creator for the entire flipping film and hadn't... No, he'd been in contact with his minute. creator's son, not with the creator. Yeah, I just, yeah. it, it yeah, just seemed Tron, to... Tron's creator was Alan Bradley, not uh, yeah, Kevin Flynn. Mm. That's yeah. true, yes. Yeah. So it's, it, it, his, his, the son is, is nothing to... 
him. It's it's the creator that's mm. the one that's mm. important. And I, yeah, I, I found it over, overly long. It, I got to nothing admit, it was, special. Which, it like like Andy said, long. Tron the original one was special. Yeah. It, I mean, and the computer game that came from it was pretty cool as well. <laughs> yeah. But. I, as I said before, I saw no reason for it to be 3D. No. There was nothing no. groundbreaking in in any of the effects. I liked the effect of making Jeff Bridges younger. Um, really? I was, I, yeah, yeah, I did. I quite liked that. I was told there was some, that, that, by someone else that the mouth wasn't quite The mouth, right. particularly, so I found So I was watching the mouth. The and, I, yeah. I did like the, the fact as well, though, that he created the program in his own image. There was an element yeah. of well, God creating his child in his own image. Yeah, the programs were the alter egos of their creators. There was an original clue, wasn't there? He was killed off very early in the first film. Yeah. I mean, one thing I was sort of slightly disappointed by was when Sam Flynn got zapped by the laser. I was expecting sort of the well the transition to the electronic world like in the first film. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, but there again, so it was just when that yeah, was it. Then yeah. suddenly in there. Yeah. It's more from his point of view, wasn't it? This yeah, time, yeah. I think. And, uh, so I, I would admit personally, I did think it was overly long. Towards the end, I was beginning yeah, to notice it was my wiggly bum, bum time. You know, wasn't really? it? Yeah. That, 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 that's I didn't again, notice personally. that. I didn't realise how long it was until no. I until I left cinema. No, midnight, no, so. no. Oh. That's, that's that's the trouble. I must admit, I'm in the Adam camp there. Although it did start to annoy me how Star Wars it was, I didn't get fidgety through it. I did no, actually no, enjoy it. That, that's it. I, I, I noticed how long it was. The film didn't engage me enough for me yeah. not to notice the well, passing of time. Yeah. Well, said, you, you did say that with Avatar, though, yeah. as well. There, there's well, nothing was, I can yeah, point Avatar, to a finger yeah. saying, this is terrible, that was wrong. Wasn't, it just wasn't, wasn't as wasn't, gripping as it no, was. No, that's it. The main crime I've got to level against it, it didn't grip me. And I think there's nothing I can particularly point my finger yeah, to I mean, and say I mean the first film was very much a man thrown into extraordinary circumstances yeah. mm. but I mean Tron Legacy is very much a son's search for his father oh yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. two sons all... search for their father well, well, yeah. <laughs> one, yeah as I say one analog one yeah, one digital yeah. all the little <laughs> tips of the hats of the original film like uh, where um, where Sam is taken on board the recognizer and mm. he's looking down he can see one of the original game tanks rolling yeah. around the streets yeah. and mm. stuff like yeah. that I liked the way they recreated the uh, the arcade. It all looked oh, exactly yeah. the oh, same. Right? Even really? to the music. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you've late eighties music. Yeah. <laughs> I was quite yeah, impressed. Mix. <laughs> yeah, I, I was quite impressed. I didn't go in with particularly high expectations, but I was quite entertained by it. Mm-hmm. Some of the fake Crumbly's nephew pointed out. I mean, the fight scene. I mean. I was absolutely blown away by the light, so- light cycle mm. contest. Mm. Mm. I mean, to me, it's very much like, um, well, the scene in the uh, Colosseum in Gladiator. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're standing there waiting for what, you know, what, you know, what the hell's going to happen. Yeah. yeah. I mean, because what happened in the first light cycle contest, both teams materialised at either, either end of the light cycle uh, arena. But, I mean, this, they're just sort of thrown into the middle, right? There's your handlebars, get on with get it. Get on with it, yeah. Mm-hmm. I do like the way that they jump in the air oh, and yeah. the handlebars and they, they form the bike. They form the bike or the yeah. plane. Or that later on when they do it with the, the actual planes, yeah. Mm. My favourite character was the DJ oh, guy. Zeus. Zeus, yeah. 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 Is there anything Michael Sheen, isn't he? Michael Sheen, <laughs> yeah. that's yes. it. We were trying to remember his yeah. name. I sat there thinking, going, who are you? I know you're... Who are you? And I had to actually stay for the credits. But it's the first proper character. He's played Tony Blair. He's played... Wells. Yeah. Yes, uh, and this is the first, first completely original David character Foster. I've yeah. seen David him play. Though he, did, he did play it slightly Kenneth Williams-y. Oh, he was, but he, he, he was fantastic. He was supposed to be David Bowie. Yeah, mm. yeah. <laughs> the light cycle contest absolutely blew me away because, I mean, as I say, well, they're doing it in three dimensions. Mm. And, mm. Uh, well, as, uh, as Fake Crumbly's nephew said, I mean, the fight scenes with the, with the disc battles, mm. oh, I mean, yeah. that was very much sort of crouching tiger, hidden dragon yeah. and things like that. Mm. I mean, sort of leaping through the air. It's and, 
crossed mm. with squash because mm. watching the, uh, bounce, yeah, the ricochet walls, and yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah and um, a bit of a letdown for the solar sailor being used as a tug. I mean, I must admit, I I liked the original Tron. Um, I do think the original Tron was much more of a a boys' movie than it was a girls' movie. And whilst I liked the original Tron, I wasn't blown over by it. It kind of like bored me. The effects were good, but the story was. (laughs) I think that depends on the age you were when you saw it. But the age I was when I saw it, it's the same thing. I saw it when I was about twelve. Yeah, and it was. Whoa, that's the best thing I've yeah. ever seen. That's brilliant. <laughs> and real Keith was about 17 when he saw it and was very, yeah, okay, yeah. that was all right. But when, well, I, went I was to 17 s- when I saw yeah. it also. I went to see this one. A, I would have wanted to have seen it anyway, just to see what it's like, and B, mm. because we were reviewing it. I, I quite enjoyed it. It's not one I'd go out and buy the DVD yeah. off, yeah. but if it was on TV... I would sit down and watch so, it yeah, again. I, I, um, I wasn't disappointed yeah. with it. I enjoyed the plot. I enjoyed the storyline. I enjoyed the special effects. I did kind of like sit there thinking, oh, look, we've got the sequel being built for. And it, you, you kind of see <laughs> oh, the sequel yeah. coming and that it's is... going to be in the real world with the Tron world coming through and that kind of stuff. That is Disney's plans now. I mean, yeah. I mean, they wanted to test the water with Tron Legacy to see how people would react to it. It did very well on its opening weekend. I mean, it took me sort of over $70 million, uh, $70 million uh, first weekend. I mean, OK, not, not quite along the same lines as Avatar. But there again, there are those people who sort of dismissed it outright. Yeah. Yeah. Namely, Chris took of the D-mail. <laughs> I'll repeat that again. Email address Chris Chris That's T O K E Y at dailymail.co.uk. Just so you know where to send the hate mail. <laughs> <laughs> the one thing I was disappointed was the original Tron was groundbreaking yeah. in oh, terms yeah. of its use of mm-hmm. computer yeah. graphics. There is a finite point that computer graphics are right at the moment, unless there's some amazing breakthrough. They kind of got where they're going. It's in 3D. It didn't even touch how Avatar would use 3D. I was expecting it to do something like the original Tron, be a bit more groundbreaking or a bit more unusual in it in terms of its visual effects. Is yeah, there's nothing we hadn't seen before. The, the three, as I say, the three D didn't need to be there. Yeah, but no. there again, I mean, as I said in my uh, in my review on the site, I mean, um, the original Tron encapsulated the age, you know, sort of the age when, when it's released very well, sort of the dawning of the video age. You've got sort of uh, sort of home computers, as I say, sort of computers being used for the, you know, sort of widespread for the first time. And Tron Legacy, I mean, sort of it captures the uh, well, it captures the digital age in its full bloom. Mm. I mean, that is my sentiments. As for the film itself, I mean, I will need to watch it a few times just to reconcile yeah. the old with the new. Yeah. Mm. I haven't got anything bad to say about it, but on the flip side, I haven't got anything outstanding to say about mm-hmm. it. It wasn't fantastic. It wasn't groundbreaking. Yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's very much a meh yeah, film. It's yeah. not a waste of your seven no, pound ninety five no, pence, but a, you wouldn't necessarily it. rush out no, to no, go and it's see not, it. It's not, it's ten pound fifty. Again. It's not a waste. Yeah, ten pounds. It's not necessarily mm-hmm. a waste of my money, but I would not spend more money to watch it again. And don't necessarily bother to go and see it in three D if it's didn't a two D. Yeah. yeah, if you if I wish you, I had the option, I didn't. That's have the it. If you get an option, you're not wasting anything if you see it in two D. I was wondering, is it being shown anywhere in two D? Must be. Yeah, yeah my local cinema I had the choice of 2D oh, or 3D because I've got the clip does. on the yeah, 3D we, we didn't get a chance. With this one. We didn't get a chance. Otherwise I'd have watched it in 2D yeah, and probably yeah. felt a bit better about it. Mm-hmm. Tron was at the point at which computer graphics were breaking through and some were naff and some were good. It was at that early stage. This has come out of the point at which 3D is really coming into mm. its own self and there is some good and some bad and it didn't do 
for 3D what it did for computer yeah. graphics. It didn't embrace it and say, right, this is the new genre. We're making that part of our film. We're really going to expose it. Mm-hmm. When it goes into 3D in the story and the bikes are upside down, you kind of should be absolutely feeling like you're upside down <laughs> on those bikes and that kind of stuff. I didn't even notice when it changed over. That's how no, I didn't. rubbish I thought the 3D was and if you're gonna yeah like you said if you're gonna use 3d you've got a um film like that you've got to use it to the extreme so people will look back when they're when they're grown up if they've watched it as kids and think oh yeah i remember that one can fake crumbly have a talk now yes Yes. you just never shut up do you have a little moan as well not about tron okay she gonna tell us off no not gonna tell you off you'll tell keith now no not gonna tell anyone off well, there is. Some will go and get Please told Please tell off. Gene off. <laughs> <laughs> There's a part where he's at Flynn's and he's holding what looks ah. like very much a Nokia N8. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. it is a Nokia. Yes, yes. with a definitely. little bit that's in. That's yeah. Yeah. Product placement. I have one of these. <laughs> mm-hmm. yep. I'm going to tell everyone... Just because you've seen it in Tron, do not buy a Nokia N. <laughs> Are you saying you can't break into warehouses with you, you it? Can't and, and upload things onto the internet. <laughs> it can't stand software. It's the most stupid smartphone <laughs> going. Okay. You need an Android. Now, if they really did use a Nokia N8, that movie would have been over so much quicker. <laughs> <laughs> because yeah, Sam, Sam I can't get in. Yeah. No, I'm going Sam home. Flynn is tapping away there. And then he gets the white... What's it, dear? The white screen of death. The white (laughs) screen of death. There would have been a lot of darkness and someone saying, oh, bugger, how do you reboot this? (laughs) (laughs) No, you can't get the battery out. And no, the three thing to do the hard reboot does not work. So so it would have been a nice sort of, oh, dear, uh, uh, the end. So you're questioning the authenticity of what they've claimed the Nokia N8 can do. You yes. can't do any of that. Okay. Mine personally crashed in 12 after, days. After 12 days of ownership. God. See, this is because days. it's a fiction film and it's yeah. none of its based yeah, in reality. <laughs> Please, no one buy the Nokia N8, especially from a company that is called Citrus. There goes our contract. I was going to say, they got our sponsorship. Any freebies we may have been getting. That's why I said Citrus. It is a lemon. <laughs> oh, very good. Just no, wah, wah. Just don't go there. I had to have my moan, and that's mm. my moan. The Nokia N8 cannot do anything it done on Tron. It has problems texting. Oh. <laughs> uh, my opinion is, go and see the film. Even if you're a big fan of the original film, go in there with an open mind. Because yes. as a Sami sort of, it is a leap of quantum proportions from the original and it may take time for you to wrap your mind around it. Mm. I mean, I thoroughly recommend it. Please go and see it. No, it wasn't a bad film. Yeah, I thought it was quite good. I, good to see a Bruce Boxleitner in there. Oh, oh, God, yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah. It was nice to see Sheridan. Yeah, mm-hmm. and a lot of Unity type Sheridan, stuff yes. going on. Mm-hmm. So most of it was fairly real. I did, I, I did like the outfits as well, with mm. the, the orange and the white. Oh, the four yes. women in the white thing when they put his, changed his clothes. They're called sirens. Sirens, yeah. <laughs> I thought you might like those. <laughs> <laughs> And now, live from the TCEDWTR, that's the Tissue Compression Eliminator Doctor Who Theatre Ripoff, WP. That's we present The End of Time. 
featuring the real Keith as the Doctor, Adam J. Purcell as the Master, Crumbly as Wilf, Fake Keith as Ood Sigma, and Jean as the Elder Ood. Ah, where have I landed this time? Look, Ood Sigma! Hello! Doctor, you should not have delayed coming here. I know, but the ride is terrible at deadlines. Wow, what a lovely place this is. Which part are we going to explore, Ood Sigma? The glorious towers of ice stretching out into the heavens. The huge glaciers. The incredible map painting. We're going to the caves, Doctor. Oh, um, oh, oh, okay. The caves it is. Lead on. So, these are the caves. Hmm? Yes, Doctor. Can't you tell from the reverb? Now, this is the Elder Ood. Hello! Lovely place you've got here! Doctor, we have been expecting you. We have bad news. Oh, yes! Doctor, the Master is returning. He has been brought back to life. Oh, bugger. Has anyone died in this episode yet? No, not yet. Oh, wait... The master just killed his wife. Damn, i better get going then. Uh, thanks for the info. Bye! So, is that it? Is that my part done? That was a bit rubbish. Hardly worth turning up. Oh, tell me about it. I mean, we're done now. We're not even in the rest of the script. I don't know, bloody writers always giving us the rubbish parts. It's ridiculous. Master! Are you here? Aha! I'm over here, Doctor. Ah, there you are. Now, come over here. I need to talk to you. Hmm, I don't think so. Bye. Whoosh. Well, um, that's a new trick. Oh, well, I'd better... Doctor, is that you? Wilf, how did you find me? I'm here to help you find the Master. Um, okay, let's get going. Um, how are we doing for time? Just started the third page of the script. Oh, we better hurry up then. Quick, let's do the scene where we pour out our hearts in the calf. Right, now we've got that out of the way, let's find the master. Is that him behind you? Being kidnapped by that mysterious black helicopter? My God, it is! Let's go after him! You go, I've got to go home. It's past my bedtime. OK, see you in the next scene. Hey, you! Come back here! Give him back! He's my species! How did I end up back in the TARDIS? Doctor! Ah! Wolf! How did you get in here? I've just realised something. The helicopter that took the master away. Didn't it have a name written on it? I don't know. But if he did, that's a very careless plot device. What did it say? It said Naismith, as in Joshua Naismith, the millionaire that everyone's heard of. Never heard of him. So, how do we find him? Well, by a lucky coincidence, I was given his new book for Christmas. Oh, yes, this is a Christmas episode. Hang on, we should probably be doing something Christmassy. Um, how about we sing a Christmas song?
the fields we go, laughing all the way. Ha ha ha! Bells and bobs are making spirits bright. What fun it is to laugh and sing a sleighing song tonight. Oh, jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. Oh, jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. Whoosh. Yes, well, that's enough of that now. What were you saying? Well, I happen to have Naysmith's book here with me, which is quite a lucky coincidence. Right. Well, it's not much use to us unless it somehow has his home address written on it somewhere. And what's the chances of that? Well, actually, if you look at that page there... Oh, well, that was convenient. I'll set the TARDIS there and we'll go and get the master back. Oh, Doctor, one other thing. Yes! I saw something strange on the TV this morning. What? The EastEnders Christmas special? No, it was this mysterious woman. She started talking about you and how you are going to die soon. What? What? What else did she say? I can't quite remember. What was it? Oh, yeah, she said... When the end comes, there will be a very bad pun. Well, we don't have time to worry about that now. We've landed at the Naismith house. Let me just activate the quick plot a solvermatic copyright Russell T. Davis, and we'll be on our way. We seem to have landed in some sort of herb garden. How strange. Come on, let's go. Ah! Doctor, are you okay? <coughs> I just tripped over the herb. Oh God, Doctor, this is it. This is how you'll die. Uh, how do you know? Remember the terrible pun? So... This is how I die. Is it because of a load of rosemary? Wait, that doesn't look like rosemary. It looks like... Oh, God, don't say the pun, please. This is the end, Wilf. It's the end of time. That was terrible. Genuinely terrible. Get it? Like time, spelt T-H-Y-M-E. <laughs> Doctor, is that you? Yes, it's me, Matt Smith, the new Doctor. I'm going to be much better Doctor than Patterson Joseph would have ever been, I'll tell you that. <laughs> and I'm going to be his new sexy companion, Grunhilda Nobnacker. Come on, Grunhilda. Aye. We'd better get going. Merry Christmas, Wilf, and incidentally, a very Merry Christmas to all of you. Uh <laughs> right you lovely 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 people you've written to us even though it's been christmas and the new year you've taken the time to put finger to keyboard thank you thank, thank you. you thank, thank you. you and thank you we've heard from jonesy hello jonesy. Hello, jonesy. Jonesy. jonesy says hello staggering storytellers 
waits to hear your spirited group hello reply. Hello! Jonesy! Your podcast rules! To start, I must ask, who plays the show's theme song? The piano bit is great on its own, but the accordion is the icing on the awesomeness cake. (laughs) Do we have a theme tune? It's it's taken from... The um, staggering stories of Ferdinand Ferdinand de Bargos. We've completely ignored copyright. Anyway, I am Jonesy, a new listener who discovered your hysterically funny audio adventures via the Podcast Alliance just before US Thanksgiving, and I've been happy mm. for it ever since. Okay. All of you nutters... Nutters? Quite hurt. All of you nutters crack me up every time I tune in while sitting at my desk at work with my earbuds in. Uh-oh. Earbuds? Yeah. Headphones. Yeah. Mini, mini, oh, headphones. The mini, I'm thinking the earbuds. No, the inner earphones. Ah, right. And ignoring all else around me. You're at school. Oh, no, no work. you're at work. That's <laughs> even worse. I ignore people. He's sitting at his desk with cotton buds in his in ears. In his ears, ignoring everyone. <laughs> He's probably known as Jonesy, the special one. <laughs> I am currently backtracking on your older episodes a few every day. You're oh, mad God help for. You. Wow. <laughs> I must say, I love that there are so many previous recordings, and I sincerely appreciate that after all this time, the staggerers are still so consistent with making new shows without huge lols. It's all <laughs> to do with alcohol. <laughs> yeah, because there's so many of us, we keep popping in and out. Mm. <laughs> That's a bit rare in the podcasting world. My hat is off to your all for it. <laughs> yarl. 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 Yeah. <laughs> it's very hard to say that with a sort of posh voice. <laughs> with that big posh thing. <laughs> all right. I'll talk like this from now on. I'm not that Put that high. down. Put I'm it down. Gene, Gene, put, put it down. Still. A bit about down. me. I live in Niagara Falls. What? <laughs> we want to go there. It's oh, it just looks so cool. Yeah. <laughs> Stop drowning. I suspect he lives near Niagara Falls. I think Falls. Well, he does. I've seen pictures. There are no houses. Not on the actual falls. On the side. I live in Niagara Falls, New York, about five minutes from the border of Canada. What about those people who go over the falls in barrels? Oh, wouldn't you just love to do that? No. no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> The waterfall is nice to see. Under the state of the year, the water, waterfall must be f***ing brilliant. Ooh. Language. Sorry. Bleep that one. We, we, we all want to come and see the Niagara Falls, so we will write to you, Jonesy, and ask to live with you for a week. <laughs> I vote the Staggering Stories cast take a plane ride to see... OK. <laughs> and maybe do a podcast from the tourist destination that is NF. We could do a podcast whilst plunging over the edge. In no, a no, you can do the podcast oh, okay. while plunging over the Just an idea. Field trips are fun. <laughs> we know we're having the one to Los Angeles soon. <laughs> On my Who fandom, like many bloody American Yankee bastards. <laughs> his I, words, not his ours. words. Okay, okay. I started off as a new Who fan. I was introduced to the Doctor Who mythos with the Ninth Doctor on DVD on recommendation by another sci-fi geek. I just started watching out of curiosity with no idea what the hell to expect and the plastic people tripped me out. But within two episodes I was absolutely hooked and hungry for more Who and the very lustworthy Rose Tyler. <laughs> lustworthy? 
Yeah. <laughs> I, well, considering he's using words like tripped me out and things like that, I think he's quite a young person. Oh. <laughs> he's old enough to work. That's 12, isn't it? It's true. It's the same. I watched the rest of it with great interest till the regeneration that caught me off guard. Oh. That would be weird because we're so used to it yeah. by now. But yeah. if you've never seen come it before. That before. Yeah. Yeah. David Tennant was a weird transition for me. He was so different from Broody C. Eccleston, yeah. but his speech consisting of the Lion King dialogue helped quite a bit. Yeah. Lol. Anyway, lol, lol in capital letters, so it's a big lol. Anyway, I've only seen some of Matt Smith's episodes, but the whole series is in my Netflix queue to watch very soon. Mm. Meanwhile, I've decided to first work backwards through some classic Who. Right yeah. now, I'm in the middle of the seventh Doctor's run oh, at what's available on DVD. Why the hell aren't they all available? <laughs> yes, yes. We agree. Rhubarb, rhubarb, Stupid rhubarb. BBC home video. They'll be there shortly. A couple of years' time, there will be so. there. Yeah. Yeah. I admit to being quite a fan of McCoy's quirky professor portrayal of the Time Lord. I agree. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The question mark sweater with the plaid golf pants are quite endearing in the silliness of it. Ace is intriguing. I like getting her backstory in small doses. <laughs> in suspenders. Jesus, this is a long-winded mess of an email. I'll shut up really soon. As I listen through the previous staggering stories in Tarantino style, I admit ah. I'm looking forward to the earliest stuff, or I hope the nicknames of the podcasters are explained. No. 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 Tarantino. Style. Backwards. Oh, I thought he, yeah, so the doctor goes around calling everyone a mother. You know. <laughs> Shooting them in the head. Oh, dear. But I refuse to skip all the way back to find out. Okay, enough of this rubbish from me. This is such a rambling mess, I'll be surprised if you don't edit it to read an abridged version on the air. Or worse, yeah. skip reading it altogether due to it being <laughs> overly long to the point of losing all its point, much like that... Watchman movie. <laughs> that was a very long sentence, Jonesy, and you could have used two or three commas in there. Perhaps a full stop halfway through, even a colon would have done. Remember what happened last time? I know. We haven't heard from Ken. No. Ken, dude. <laughs> and that was He's from dead. Jonesy. Hello, Hello you, Jonesy. Thank, thank you very you. much, Jonesy. Welcome to the insane <laughs> world of staggering uh, stories. We're sorry that fake crumbly talks so much, you know, we just we'll try and shut her up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I have a short one here from Mr. M. Hello, Mr. M. Mr. M, yet again. It says, Hello! Hello. Hello! Is that hello with six O's or seven? It's going over the Niagara It's Falls. got lots and lots and lots of um, apostrophe thingies. Yeah, that's the one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, at least one, two, three, four, five. Five. Oh. It's Christmas Day. Or should I say that seasonally, it's Christmas Day. No, it's not. <laughs> not anymore. Not anymore. It's New Year's. 2nd of January now. Taking my decorations So this tonight. is a bit belated, mm. but it was sent in the right time. Yeah. Merry Christmas, fake Keith. Thank you. Merry Christmas, Jean. Thank you. Merry Christmas, real Keith. Thank you. Merry Christmas, Adam. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Andy. Thank you. Merry Christmas, Head of Pertwoy. Pertwoy. Woy. Pertwoy. Merry Christmas, Head of Pertwee. He says thank you. Merry Christmas, Cardboard Amy. So does she. she says, oh, yeah. Merry Christmas, Mr. Dalek. So does yep. he. <laughs> Merry <laughs> Christmas, Galishon. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everyone. <laughs> Merry Christmas to all and to all a good night. Brandon Moore, aka Mr. M. His name's Brandon. Oh, don't you just <laughs> want to hug him? <laughs> that was a short one. That was a very short one. Thank you, Mr. M. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Merry Christmas. Christmas. Happy okay, we've got one here from um, 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 ah, Chris. Hello, Hi, Chris. Chris. Hello, Chris. Hello, Chris. A belated, very merry Christmas toe. 
T O E. Oh. Toe. A Christmas toe. A Christmas toe. The Staggering Stories team. A Geronimo ho ho ho. To the soot covered head of Smith. And a Happy New Year to the holographic cardboard Amy. A Christmas carol. And so we start again with a new series and we begin halfway out of the dark. A lovely voiceover from Michael Gambon to start us off, turning rapidly into cold anger. He played mm. the grumpy old Kazran Stardick with a sharp tooth. Stardick? Stardick. <laughs> with a sharp tooth and a dry wit in the opening scenes. I also enjoyed Toby Hayes' choice of having a low wide shot during the opening scenes. Mmm, the great job directing it. As for the doctor, down the chimney covered with coal dust, what an entrance, and starts <laughs> off at full throttle. Albert Einstein, Frank Sinatra, two of Matt Smith's favourites, ticked off his list in one throwaway line. Very nice. Since June, I had forgotten how sharp this doctor's mind was at noticing things and the sequence with Kazan's chair brought that back in an electrifying fashion. Mm. The ghost of Christmas past. The sequence of the doctor leaving old Kazan, then appearing in the footage with the young Kazan, was both really clever and yet so simple on reflection. I must say that Lance Belcher as young Kazan did a great job. His scene in the cupboard of the Doctor talking about the fish attack was moving, as was his crying at the injured shark. All this peppered with some more Matt Smith magic, concentrating on the positives, with a great shark in the room, immediately running to the Christmas tree as they headed to the ice chamber. Yeah. And so to Catherine Jenkins as Abigail. Please don't do disgusting things to your wife when he's reading a letter. <laughs> if you can blow that now, <laughs> She was just very natural, and when she needed to be heartbreaking tragic, and I believed her as the character. But what a singing voice. Her singing to the Indian shark was just haunting. The love story across the multiple Christmas Eves was incredibly sweet, my favourite being the one spent with Abigail's family. Apart from a very nice callback to the original tale, the Doctor kept getting the card trick wrong. <laughs> very funny. Sadly, all this had to end in heartbreak. I really liked Danny Horn's performance as the adult Krasan from losing his love to turning against the Doctor again. I'm impressed that Kazran has had about six different names in that. (laughs) (laughs) The the ghost of Christmas present. Four words. Eyes off the skirt. (laughs) That means you too, Adam. (laughs) Also, more haunting singing from the passengers on the ship. Very creepy. The ghost of Christmas future. Young Kazran seeing his older self. What a twist. Incredibly well constructed from before with his father and not striking the child. Very well done. And Michael Gambon breaking down and hugging his younger self. Blenovich be damned. (laughs) That was a great moment, I think. We can safely agree that there's been the very best Christmas story yet. Not ever. Yet. (laughs) It's most spooky, the most touching and simply the most fun we've had at Christmas. And to cap it all off, Abigail sings to make it snow. (laughs) I don't know about you, but this certainly helped to push me more than a little way halfway out of the dark. (laughs) And looking ahead, Stetsons will be cool in 2011. (laughs) And God bless us, everyone, and have a very happy and healthy new year. Oh, thank you. Chris. Thank Thank you, you, Chris. Thank you, Chris. I have a new year message. Oh, you do? Yes. Happy new year. Win. (laughs) (laughs) That was cruel. (laughs) 
Right, so we have an audio feedback here from a Reese. Oh, yeah, you sent that Reese. to me as well, Reese, and I couldn't open the damn thing. Oh, it's a raw file, yeah. Mm. A what file? Raw. Type raw, of archive. Raw. Raw. Well, I don't think. Yeah, yeah. Mine just. Threw. As in the God, of, got God of the Sun, or threw a hissy fit and wouldn't open no, it. No, it works on my machine because I got Linux. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he goes on. Don't want to hear it now. <laughs> Hello team, it's Reese. Hi Reese. I'm just recording this feedback for your New Year episode, New Year episode, or New Year's episode even. Uh, I've got some predictions, general oh, feedback, some thoughts, and things like that. But first, I'll tell you what I got for Christmas. Oh, the first on, thing man. I got was a Terry Pratchett book. Ooh. I shall wear Midnight, which is a ter- um, of course it's a Terry Pratchett book. I just said very, a very Tiffany good. aching book, mm, which are always fun. I got an iTunes gift card, and oh. the day after Christmas, uh, the day after Boxing Day, that is. Mm-hmm. So Boxing Day is Boxing Day. Uh, it was up on iTunes, so I bought it. I spent three dollars on my iTunes gift card. And got the Christmas special. And I also got some soundtrack pieces. Some soundtrack pieces. And they include two pieces from Transformers. Find El Presidente a bucket. I don't mind those movies. But the music is wonderful. Autobots. That's a very, very good piece. And Return to Earth. Which is a kind of motif, I guess, of Autobots. But they sound very good. I got soundtracks from the first two Narnia movies. I got a few pieces from that soundtrack, I should say. Mm-hmm. I got Raiding the Palace or the Castle, and I got The Battle. Both of them are just wonderful pieces, and I got really excited when I watched the movie and heard them for the first time. Speaking of music, I found out today that I am officially a Murray Gold fanboy. Well, <laughs> I'm officially a Murray Gold fanboy because I was watching the Christmas special, and about 25 seconds in, there's a flourish of violins that sounds like another piece from the special soundtrack, The Time Lord's Last Chance. Mm-hmm. And I heard that when I was watching the episode, and I just thought, what does that sound like? Oh, The Time Lord's Last Stand or Chance or whatever. Mm. And so I could just remember that, and it sounds a bit like that, and I found out with that experience that I am a Murray Gold fanboy. I said it on Twitter and he said in what because I said how uh, 20 seconds into the Christmas special I thought I'd said that but I didn't have enough room on Twitter I said oops sorry (laughs) I meant in the Christmas special but Murray Gold talked to me on Twitter (laughs) (laughs) he's my hero anyway moving on to the Christmas special I enjoyed it Good. Like yep. real Keith and El Presidente, uh, El Presidente <laughs> said um, last episode, it's up there with the Christmas Invasion. That is my mm. favourite. But one thing I will say about this and Series 5 is, good God, it has a different feeling than anything we've seen before in Doctor Who, the new oh, series yeah. anyway. Mm. And I'm not putting that down to Russell T Davies or the writers. I'm putting that down to the production crew. It was it felt different and it looked different Hmm. this was even different to season five it was Hmm. amazing just to kind of sit there and get this dark broody tim burton fairy tale feeling (laughs) (laughs) but i i got this definite fairy tale feeling from it and the story i have to say it was a stephen moffat's greatest hits and i also have to say he's gotten really good at writing them (laughs) (laughs) and if that was taken as a harsh comment i'm sorry but he has every time there's a thing that plays with time and there was one right in front of us he went back in time to change that video and i don't think it's that clever anymore it was cool in blink and things like that but it's just repetition he always writes something like that into his story i've said it on my podcast and this was just too much but so i don't go on a rant i'll just say that was too much and not very new and imaginative and honestly mr moffat just christmas carol lift your game a little bit and come up with something new because that is a little bit of a storytelling thing he relies on 
But other than that, I reckon the story was a very nice romantic little piece and then kind of heartbreaky at the end with the fact that um, Abigail was going to die. Horribly. And Catherine Jenkins <laughs> did a good job seeing as it was her first time acting and the little boy, I, n- I didn't know his name, young Kazran. Yeah. Actually, there were a few young Kazrans, but he was brilliant. Youngest. Um, I think people have said they didn't have any trouble with children actors recently. I don't think they had it at all in Doctor Who, but they can be quite hard to deal with um, young actors. Yeah. But mm. I reckon they were all very good. Uh, they've all been very good this season, and for New Who, personally, I think so. But some people could take a few to task, but that's just them. So I don't stick on it. I'll just say it was very good. The music, every time I heard a tiny bit of the Doctor's theme, I was just going, oh, <laughs> I was getting excited. Um <laughs> you see, it completely changes your viewing of a show when you hear a piece on a soundtrack and they keep playing it, like with the Strange Strange Creatures, because they played that still in se- Series 4, and when I bought the Series 3 soundtrack, I was sitting there watching Season 4 DVDs or something, and I go, hey, I know that. Oh, this is exciting now. For some reason, it just adds something to it. But so I don't stay here too long. <laughs> it's already been five minutes. <laughs> I'm going to give you some predictions. I oh, haven't God. really thought these out, but maybe when I read a little bit more, I'll have some more news but um first prediction adam will have to stop saying that tom baker will die and tom baker will live on for a long time <laughs> and adam will just take uh, his death in a miss marple episode as the death of tom baker <laughs> i did send him a link we'll put it on his wall on facebook or something like that which is playing up today facebook is playing up i want facebook never mind but that's pretty much all I have for predictions, apart from the fact that sci-fi will be taken off air. No, Siffy will be taken off air, and they'll have sci-fi point two. Sci-fi point two, I just said. Sci-fi point two, which will actually be a sci-fi channel, not a wrestling channel that sometimes shows BBC remakes and sometimes reruns of old sci-fi movies. Yeah. Mm. Thank you. And my hopes... That the Sci-Fi Point Two will pick up Stargate Universe. The <laughs> good thing, the one good thing about the cancellation of Stargate is that MGM still has the sets and the rights. They just need another network to pick it up, and they're not going to give up on it because in bankruptcy statements have said Stargate's got them out of troubled time before, and they don't want to. They're going to try and pay the show back in any way possible. Mm. So they're going to look for other backers. So there's still hope yet. And Brad Wright, one of the executive producers, he said that they're not going to get. They're not going to give up on the story that they've planned, so which is good. And that's pretty much another thing I have to say about the cancellation of Stargate Universe. Sorry, fake Keith, I did say last time will be the last time I mentioned it. <laughs> oh, well, some big news happened in the world of Stargate Universe. <laughs> um, the one thing I don't like is that sci-fi has... It's being run lazily, obviously, because the actors found out about it through Twitter. The cast yes. found out yeah. about it through Twitter. That's the producers nasty. found out about it through Twitter. And 24 hours after the cancellation... Uh, Brian J. Smith, who plays Lieutenant Scott, uh, he got off the plane, opened his, turned on his iPhone, and had all these tweets about Stargate Universe being cancelled. They didn't even bother to send him a text or an email saying um, he'd learnt the show had been cancelled. So it's a bit of lousy um, management there. But I better not take up your time too much. So happy New Year, everyone at Staggering Stories, and have a great time. Also. I did say to Adam, he could use a. You guys could do a Star Wars introduction for episode 100. Have you told Crumbly that yet? He's the one that normally takes care of your introductions. <laughs> and that's the phone ringing, so I better go and answer that. Goodbye. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Why do I have a feeling that Reese is going through what we went through with the end of Doctor Who? Yeah. <laughs> we start, there's that desperate hope. There's that light at the yeah. end of the tunnel, but it will be extinguished. Yeah. Hope that it's not an oncoming train. <laughs> You can remember it. Yeah. You can come back. <laughs> right, if anyone else would like to write to us, you can get in touch via show at Staggering Stories. Dot, you say net. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
me. <laughs> no, Too no, much it's information. Not you. <laughs> we'll try that again. <laughs> if you'd like to write to us, you can get in touch via show at Staggering Stories. Dot. Net. And now, dear listeners. So, dear listeners. <laughs> that brings us to the end of the first podcast of 2011. What? <laughs> Sorry. That was like me this morning. <laughs> <laughs> Tubes were a bit blocked. <laughs> Ooh, and then some, yeah. <laughs> Not meant to stick things up there. <laughs> <laughs> it's 11 days of inactivity. <laughs> Too much beer and all. <laughs> beer and all. <laughs> But never fear, in the next one there'll be more of the same. More fun, frivolity and jollity. More news and reviews. More who old and new. So until that time, this is me, Crumbly, saying be seeing you. Bye. Farewell. Goodbye. Au revoir. <coughs> You've used that one before. You should really come up with some new material. New year. New year. New, new material. New, new danger. You- ah! <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> It's going to be the same as last year, isn't it? <laughs> nothing changes. Nothing bloody changes. You have been listening to the Stagnant Stories podcast, series one, number 97, featuring Adam J. Purcell, Andy Simpkins, Fake Crumbly, Fake Keith, and the real Keith Dunn. The views expressed here, there's a speaker, and don't necessarily represent those other speakers on a site. The copyright infringement is intended. This podcast is now presented by the www.staggeringstories.net. My impression of the Dark Tower from the Five Doctors. <laughs> nothing like it. It was brilliant and you know it. There was nothing like it. In London we do it much better than that. Oh dear, I forgot the New Year's resolution. <laughs> oh, she's got something to throw. Don't throw it at me. Oh no, not the posterior probe. Oh, oh, OK then. <laughs> 2011, it's war. <laughs> what do you think they were doing in the honeymoon suite? Honeymoon <laughs> that, that involved a policeman and a centurion. <laughs> um, do you think he, he did some good sword work? Oh, probably. <laughs> she take thrust. down his particulars. <laughs> Smutty right. woman. Smutty! <laughs> Stargate. Mm. Mm. No, we'll let, we'll let Jane read this one. No. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. I'm going to go to Lou. Oh, yeah, I need Lou as well. <laughs> You're not going at the... So don't stand up and go when he's going. Why not? In here. <laughs> I know they say we need to go to the toilet room oh, together, yeah. but... I was very suspicious. I need the loo. Yes, so do I. <laughs> Can we compare? <laughs> you you want to eat my... Oh, dear. My Christmas present. Go on, big, big, go on, big. Come <laughs> on, come on, big, big. He hasn't got any hair. You can't you put can't. a hair clip on him. But that's just cruel. <laughs> You're mocking his affliction. Uh, you've got lovely head. Again, I repeat, this podcast is for over 18s only. (laughs) 
We used to call them silly gits in fancy dress. You know, the likes of us. It's an official term now. It's an official term. I can't be doing with official terms. It used to just be idiots in fancy dress. It's like we used to run around. Or those tossers over there. It's cosplay. You've got to be in character. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I was when I was addressed as a time lady reading out the spy catcher, asking the police officer to arrest me, and he looked and said, if you think we're going to put a bloody Dalek in the back of a police van, you've got another thing coming. Sort of. <laughs> Well, I know it's upstairs. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I've never been above this floor in this house. <laughs> I have so never gone to the rest of the house. And so, dear listeners, that brings us to the end of our first first post. And so, dear listeners, this is not a good start to the movie. <laughs> well, it's like when we were sending bloody Chinese lanterns up for ports down hills. I mean, the first two went up, but the one that sort of signified health and prosperity for 2011, <laughs> it went up about 50 feet. Just went, <laughs> <laughs> Someone's trying to tell you something. <laughs> and so, dear listeners, this brings us to the first podcast of 2011. At the end of? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was doing so well up to that point. <laughs> <laughs> It's only because we've been at it for two hours and 20 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> and so, dear listeners, this brings us to the end of the first podcast. <laughs> what? You said it you right. You were right. Everything was you working. <laughs> he had his bit. He was starring oh. bit. And you spoilt it. You're hungry you for fame. Horrible Hungry is. <laughs> Don't look at him. Don't look I at think him. Someone's got an attack of the giggles over there. <laughs> <laughs>